coming to you from the deepest recesses of space. What? It's M Class Podcast. And Hi. I'm your host, Jeff. I'm Josh. And uh, if you are new to this podcast, which I'm sure none of you are, yeah. This is a podcast where we sit down together, the two of us, in the same room for certain. Definitely. And uh, watch some Star Trek and then come here to discuss it with you guys. Although I, you, you can't discuss it with us. We <laughs> it's discuss a one-way it, street. We discuss it at you. You can send us emails if you want, but it's mostly oh, yeah. just us talking at you. I meant to like tweet a thing that we were going to do uh, questions tonight, but then I was like, they're going to send like a million questions. That's, that's the problem with that. We only have a few this time, but I think that's yeah. a little bit better than the billion we'd have to turn down. Yeah, I don't think I could even go back to like find them all, because <laughs> Twitter is stupid. Like You can't do that. Right? Yeah. And if know. you tell somebody to send an email, they just don't. Yeah, because they're like, fuck email. Like, honestly, email. Like, I hate email. Like, I, I hate email. I hate Dude, email, too, but it's it the easiest the way to keep track of questions for a podcast. Yeah, we should maybe, uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. There's we'll like a question out. thing, isn't there? Like a pro, like a website you can, like a We could make a Tumblr. <laughs> fuck. Is that a thing people do? I guess. What year is it? It's It's at least 2012. <laughs> because the movie 2012 already came out. Oh, that's that's really smart. <laughs> that's a that's good how I keep track, track of, of years. <laughs> it's four plus 2012. Wait, wait, five. It's five. Wait. Fuck, dude. What God, time is, is slipping. I know it's not 2063. I wish. On this episode of M Class Podcast, we watch Star Trek: First Contact. I love this movie. It's a good movie. It's a good one. Uh, Episode over. S- fucking spoilers, I guess. Yep. But uh, this movie is was written by the Dream Team yes. of Brandon Braga and Ronald D. Moore. Ronald D. for Dick Moore, meaning he's got a big one. You, I wouldn't even doubt it, man. With a name like Ronald to make it anywhere in life, you either got to be a clown or be swinging some D. Or be a president. <laughs> I, Ronald Reagan. I don't know that, man. Uh, the movie was directed by Jonathan Frakes. Your boy! We each have a boy in our... This, this, this movie is like, got all... Our favorite guys did this movie. Who, yeah, your boy is Ronald D. Moore. My boy's Jonathan Frakes, but not for his directing capability. He's not bad. <laughs> he's not a bad director. He's not, he's not bad. He's not. He does have some very specific things he likes to do. Yeah. Uh, but he really did a good job with First Contact. Yeah, this is... Uh, I think this is the first thing he directed? Like a movie, maybe? It is the first movie he directed. He, did he directed, directed the show. episodes yeah. of the show already. Yeah. And uh he actually still directs every now and then. Yeah. Um they were they wanted him to do Beyond, right? That was a big thing they yeah, were. There was uh, there was a big fan campaign to get him to do Beyond. Yeah. And he's from Pennsylvania. Oh is neat. he? I'm looking at his Wikipedia. God just pulling the curtain back. He's from Bellafonte, Pennsylvania, which is smack fucking in the middle of Pennsylvania. So it's a shitty part of Pennsylvania. Yeah, just like the rest of it. But, um... Yeah, fuck us. We (laughs) suck. Fuck your whole state, motherfuckers. (laughs) Nah, I I live in West Virginia. I have the least room to talk in the... Uh, you're like 49th least. I I think Alabama's got you beat. Mississippi? Uh, yeah, maybe Mississippi's like there too. Maybe Kentucky as well, but we're way down there. 
Yeah, you're you're in the forties. You're way fucking down there. <laughs> but uh, let's let's just dive headfirst into <laughs> some discussion. That's where I'd put a splash sound effect, but I'm not going to do that. Oh, sorry. You should instead of a splash sound effect, you should just put like the flipper noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just put that randomly throughout the whole thing. That's how you make a good podcast. That's he'll be our mascot. Flipper. <laughs> Space flipper. <laughs> oh, the dolphin from Sequest. Yeah, Sequest. <laughs> I was just thinking that. What is that dolphin's name? Fuck. Space, uh, Space flipper. It's got. It's got a name. It's got a name. Uh, dolphin. From oh my god, Sequest. <laughs> what the hell? You, I need to know. Are you I shitting need, me right now? <laughs> I need to know the name of this fucking dolphin. All right, everybody, let's take a second out so Josh could find the name of the dolphin. Control from F, dolphin. What's oh, his fuck. What's his name? I can't. I can't type. There's like too much shit here. Uh, there's also a story by credit for Darwin. First con- Darwin. Okay, Darwin the dolphin. There's also yeah. a story by qu- credit for Rick Berman. Of course, I don't. I don't believe that shit. Fuck off. Of all. course, Rick Berman got a story by. Rick Berman, you didn't do shit. It's me, Rick Berman. That's how I picture him talking. I don't know what Rick Berman. I picture him going, "Yeah, get us some more yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> money, 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 money." I'm the new Gene Roddenberry. <laughs> I don't even know what Star Trek is. <laughs> we making another Star Fights movie? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this movie mm-hmm. uh, starts out with Picard having a really terrible nightmare. Yeah, this is great. I love this. Yeah. You get there's... to see a cool concept shot of uh, how big the Borg Cube is. Apparently it's yeah. huge. It's it's fuck huge. Yeah. But my favorite part of it is like the the super zoom close up on yeah. Picard's face when he wakes up. It's yeah. really cool. It's probably hokey as fuck to everybody else, but to me, I really like it. Well, you don't know it's coming if you've never seen it, right? Like, it's no. very not Star Trek. Like, Star Trek doesn't do stuff like that. No, it doesn't. Too often. So, like, you're thinking, like, oh, he just, he had a dream, like, which, like, you guess, like, it's kind of a dream, right? Because, like, he's wearing his uniform yeah. and cube and shit. But then he yeah. wakes up, and you're like, oh, he woke up. And then it's like, but it's like a double dream. <laughs> the double dream is what gets me. Yeah, the thing comes out of his face, dude. Yeah, that's terrifying. That sucks. Yeah, Fuck that shit. That would not be great for your skin, I imagine. No, it would not. <laughs> it's like... The weird thing about this movie that always gets me every single time I watch it is they just all sort of just like, like the phone rings and they're like, hey, Picard, yeah. Borg, Borg's back. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, just, they just figured they'd call him. Like, whose job was that? Like, Admiral, whatever the like, fuck. Vice like, Admiral, be- whoever. That's just the beginning of the movie. And this movie's just, got a lot starts, of shit. It starts immediately and they're like, hey, Borg's yeah. back. Yeah. And he's, and he's like, hey, crew, the Borg's back. And they're all like, oh, no, what are we going to do? Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, it starts off like, it's, it hits the ground running. Man. Oh, it's That's 100 miles per hour. Yeah. Zero to 100 real quick. But it's not so full of shit that there's no time for character moments. No, um, I, I think this is probably one of the, I, I, I call this the Star Trek Empire Strikes Back movie. There's a lot of similarities between them. Oh, yeah. There's two stories going on simultaneously, right? Which is like a thing they do in movies. Like an A story and a B story. But yeah. they're both A stories. Like they're both important things that need to happen, right? Yes. Like the B story isn't like, oh, and then 
uh, Captain Kirk went, or Captain Picard went and did this other thing, and it didn't matter, Captain or whatever. Captain Picard tried to get laid on Ryza. Right, it's not that. <laughs> Which but, is also important. It's it's important to Picard's morale, for sure. Yeah, he needs to get that Vorgon thing. It's called a Horgon, you no, fucking needs- fake geek girl. No, the Vorgon are the aliens that come back. They have the dildo gun. Excuse me? <laughs> they have like a crystal. It looks like a fucking dildo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll believe it. You saved it. The Toxic uh, Tot. That's the name of the thing. Uh, so Picard sits down with his crew and he's like, hey, the Borg are back. And they're like, oh yeah, let's go. We're gonna fucking kill him. We're gonna go and kill him. Yeah, we're gonna get him. And we're gonna get Picard's him. like, nah. Yeah. We're not doing that. And they're, they're like, why? And he's like, because... Because I was a Borg once. <laughs> he doesn't tell them that. He's just like, because. <laughs> and they're all like, oh, all right, I mean, I guess. Because <laughs> Romulans, that's the reason. Yeah, we have to go patrol the Romulan border. And they're like, the Romulans haven't been active for like a year. Yeah, they're like, they're not doing shit. <laughs> but he's like, you know, we got to do it or whatever. But uh, he does tell Riker. That that's right. When he's listening to his loud-ass opera. Yeah, he's like bumping it, too. <laughs> Dude, I would crank the shit out of music if I had a whole room that played music. Oh, yeah, it comes from all directions in the room. That'd be it's the just tightest s- shit ever. Like, it's, like, it's not like 7.1, it's like 68.1. Could you? <laughs> and then if you go deaf, you could just go see Cr- Dr. Crusher and she'll take care of it for just you. Just get new ears, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. She just points a glowing stick at your ear and it's better. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. I love doctors in this century. Yeah. <clears throat> um, uh, and then, you know, Riker's like, yeah, just fuck that. Let's go. And he's like, now we got to follow orders. Mm-hmm. But then a battle happens and they play the audio over the loudspeakers. Yeah, they listen to the radio broadcast of the fight. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, like, everybody radio. has their subspace communicators on and they're just playing the fight. It's. <laughs> It's just like they're listening to like sixty ships at once too. Everyone's fucking talking over everybody. There's there's something that I heard that I'm not sure if it's what I heard or not. But I think I heard Cisco's voice. Oh really? Yeah, I think. But that doesn't make any sense because he's not on board the Defiant. Yeah, because he's not on the Defiant. Maybe it's him though. Maybe they just had people record a bunch of shit, or they took it from the show. Maybe who knows? You know. Maybe, because the guy who um, tries to stop the Borg from going into the Dixon Hill Club is Neelix. That's Neelix, yeah. Yeah, so... They Nikki could the Nose is the is uh, Donna's dad from that 70s show. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't notice that. Oh I'm always God. like, God, that guy's so familiar, and then I always look up who it is, and I'm like, oh, well, right. Well, Josh, you know a lot about Donna's dad from it's, that 70s show. <laughs> I don't know what his name is. I don't even know what his name is. He's, it's not like, name, he's not like my John Larroquette. His name is John Larroquette. <laughs> Fucking John Larroquette. But the, like, the battle happens and they're just like, fuck it, we're going. Yep. And it, Picard does this Picard thing where he says, you know, I'm going to break an order so you guys can all like uh, protest, sta- protest stand yeah. against it. And they're like, nah. Yeah, let's go die. That's we, what they all think. We love let's you, Picard. We'll do whatever you say. You're like the best. <laughs> they like they like swing in and start like firing on the cube or whatever. And the the most famous scene in the movie happens where Worf just tries to crash the Defiant in the Borg speed. cube. 
running speed. So, okay, so do you know who the con officer is on the Defiant? John Larroquette? No, it's Adam Scott from Parks and Rec and like oh, all, all It is. That's Adam Scott. Yeah. Oh he gets a god. line. He gets a fucking line. I I couldn't Oh my god, you know everything about Adam Scott. It's I think that's why <laughs> that's they make John Larroquette now. <laughs> Adam Scott's my John Larroquette, definitely. He's in that movie, uh, Black Mass, with that giant that movie about that uh, Boston mafia guy. He's in that movie, and he's in like forty five scenes, and he doesn't say a single line. Like, really? Uh, until like halfway through the movie, I watched it and I was like, "When the fuck is Adam Scott gonna say something?" He's just standing in the movie. Like, he dude, just shows up. This dude is on the edge of his seat, like fucking talk, talk. God damn it, you had a line in Star Trek First Contact and you're in half of this movie and you're not saying a damn thing yet. But, uh, you know, they, they're like, oh, uh, well, Picard's like, in my brain, somehow the Borg are telling me how to destroy the Borg cube? It's like he knows, like, like he, he remembers. I think it's more that he, he's like, because, like, once you're connected, like, you, it really fucks you up, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. You haven't gotten there yet with Voyager, but they get into it a lot in Voyager with Seven and Nine. And how much it, like, fucks you up. I did skip my favorite line in the whole movie. Which is when uh, Worf comes back on board the Enterprise. And, you know, Picard's like, we need somebody at Tactical. And he's like, sure. And then Riker walks up to him and leans over and says, you do remember how to fire phasers, right? Yeah, he's making fun of him. Because he was just about to ram the board. Yeah, Yeah. and the Defiant, like, has, like, the cannons or whatever. Like, it doesn't... Dude, uh... I like one of the things about that I like about this movie um, is like they try to like make new ships for this film. Like they were mm-hmm. like, I guess we should like update Starfleet and get some new ships going. So you get to see some cool like Akira class ship. You get to see like a steam runner. Yeah, there's a lot of ship porn in yeah. that battle. You get to see a lot of cool ships. There's a lot around. of cool new ships. <laughs> and I'm always on board for some cool new ships. Get it? <laughs> on board. On board. It's we a got, double pun. We got jokes in this episode. Uh, so the the Borg cube is exploding, right? Because they blow it up. They, yeah, because he hits they, the sweet spot. They shoot it in a giant red glowing eye. <laughs> it's underbelly. It's soft underbelly. They crack open the shell and attack the soft underbelly. Mm-hmm. It's a and dragon. <laughs> The uh, Borg cube spits out a Borg orb. A sphere. And it explodes, and the sphere uh, time travels. It goes into a chronoton wave. <laughs> that sounds that sounds real. I'll believe in that. There's some, there, like, this is the part of the movie where there's some Star Trek explana- explaining yeah. going on. It's like a temporal vortex. Temporal wake is what they call yeah. it. And they get sucked in by it. So yeah. they end up following the Borg orb. Only them. Only right. the Enterprise E, for some reason, gets sucked that, in. Because they're the ones that the movie's about. They are the <laughs> protagonists, so they also, get sucked in. Also, they wanted to, they really liked time travel, so they needed to make Star Trek Four like, again. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with it, too. And, uh, <laughs> so they see Earth, and they're like, oh, this is... Uh, this is our time or whatever, but fucking, like, the Earth is borged out. It's yeah. 100% borgy. Florida's full of borg, which it normally is anyway. But the rest of the country also was full Flo- of borg. Flo- Florida's full of borg without any of the implants, just the zombies. Exactly. 
Uh, <laughs> Fuck so, you, Florida. So they're like, oh no, we need to follow the ship back in time and stop them from assimilating the past. Yes. And, yes. Uh, <laughs> Captain Picard tells uh, Ensign McDreamy, I don't know what his name is. In Ensign the Hawk. Lieutenant Hawk, Lieutenant actually. Hawk, yeah. Lieutenant McDreamy. Played by the guy who's in, um, he's in Minority Report, he's in Band of Brothers, he's in, he's like a Steven yeah. Spielberg actor, like Spielberg loves that guy. Yeah, he's in a lot of shit, but he never like blew up in the yeah. same way a lot of other Spielberg actors do. He does have a dreamboat look to him. He's very would, handsome. His name is... His name is Lieutenant... Neil McDonough. His name is Lieutenant Hawk. Lieutenant Hawk. They just named his character after him. <laughs> Uh, but they fly back, they like go back in time to repair the damage, and they end up in Bozeman, Montana. Bozeman, Montana. Where, uh. What's the date? Every. Oh, the date is, uh. April 2063. April 4th. It's my birthday. It's, it's my 80th, 80th, 80th birthday. I'll be 80 years old when this movie yeah, takes place. I thought it happened the day after your birthday. Well, they get there the night before. Yeah, they get there on your birthday. Yeah, and then they, they chill out there for yeah. the day. Josh will be long dead, but... Probably. Well, the nuclear war is going to happen, so... Oh, we'll all for sure be dead. I'm just going to just walk toward the mushroom cloud. <laughs> I'm not even going to try that's, to... That's good advice. I'm not even going to try to, like, deal with that shit. But that's that's important to this movie that like World War Three has just ended. Yeah, it's been like ten years or something, and like, yeah. like I this movie does so much universe building for Star Trek. Like I oh, saw this yeah. movie in the movie theater, and I knew a lot about Star Trek like prior to seeing it. But I I remember going in and being like, oh my god, like we're getting like all this fucking Star Trek lore in a movie. Which, like, does never happened before. Usually it's just like, well, we'll go back to save whales, or we'll do this, right? Yeah. There's a lot of the history of Starfleet in yeah. this movie. It gets mentioned all the time. And you yeah. get a lot of world building for, like, Earth. Even yep. in the future, they talk about, like, oh, I went to Zephram Cochran High School. Right. And shit like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but old ZC is drunk as fuck. He's a he's a goddamn uh, drunk biker guy. He's, he's like my he, dad. He's very alcoholic. Hey, I, I wrote a note about that. <laughs> He's laughing at his own note. I'm laughing folks. at myself. <laughs> I wrote, a, like, Zephram Cochran is like, he's like, like, uh, Troy calls him nuts, right? Like, so they think he's dead, right? Like, they don't know where he is because the yeah. org attack the, the site, the site of. The, the, where the flight takes place, where it's just a missile silo. Yeah, that, they like pulverize the shit out of it. So like they they like land right, like uh, a, a away team goes down with the captain, and uh, so they have to find him. All these dead, there's like a lot of dead people. Nobody knows like where he is because they know this is the the day, and like then Di- uh, Counselor Troy finds him, and she calls him nuts. Like she's like she, I think he's nuts. She like she's all wasted and shit. Yeah, she's completely stinko. Yeah, and like I think like it's like really neat because it's like. Zephram Cochran is like damaged. Like he's like what humanity is, right? Yeah. Like, humans at this time are just really damaged because like the war happened and like they're just fucked up. Like they're not right in the head totally. Yeah. 
Like, I always thought that was really cool. There's a great line later on where Riker is in the ship with, yeah. uh, with Zephram Cochran, and he says, uh, a great man once said, uh, or um, someone once said, don't try to be a great man, just try to be a man, and the yeah. rest will follow. Yeah, history, and, let history make the judgment or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and... and Zephram Cochran's like that's some bullshit who rhetorical nonsense yeah, yeah. this rhetorical <laughs> nonsense who said that and he yep. was like you did mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. which is funny to think that like did he say that because Riker said right. that then yeah it's an interesting it's a um, causality loop it's an interesting paradox which is all great time travel movies have like that weird like oh yeah they they kind of like immediately throw out the temporal prime directive though. No, they f- they fuck heavy with the past. They don't even give a shit. Well, you know they're, they have to. Yeah, they gotta no stop choice. the Borg from yeah. stopping first contact. Yeah, there's Plus always the question cool... of why they want to stop first contact if they're already trying to like right. If they could just assimilate the world right now, why not just go like. <laughs> Like, why not just go back to, like, now, right? Yeah, we couldn't do shit Yeah, we'd that. be like, whatever. Maybe there's too many of us. Maybe that's it. Maybe World War Three thins us out just enough, oh, right? it does. Like, millions die. 600 million people die. Yeah. That's a lot of people. <laughs> that is a lot of people. It's not really a dent in our population, though, if you really think about yeah, it. Which is no. the most fucked up part. They talk about that in Red Dawn, how, like, 400 million Chinese die. Yeah, like, that that pilot crashes and he's like, "It's just us and in in six hundred million screaming Chinamen." That's what he says. That's not. That's his words, not my words. Oh my god, Josh <laughs> said the Chinaman word. I didn't say it. I'm just quoting the movie. <laughs> and they're like four. They're like six hundred million. I thought there was a billion. And he's like, "Not anymore." <laughs> oh my god. Jesus fucking Christ. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, but you know they find they find old ZC right. They do. And they also find uh, Lily. Yeah, Lily. She's got radio radiation poisoning from the core, the warp core. Oh, yeah. The damaged throttle assembly. I just watched this, like, right before we did, did this. Did you? So, I, like, I watched it earlier in the week. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, they, they find Lily, and she, like, passes out because of the uh, radiation poisoning, and also because she just fired 900 million shots <laughs> into a dude, and he survived. Yeah, Data's, like, getting plugged with a machine gun. <laughs> and he's perfectly fine. And he's like, greetings. <laughs> Oh, Data. <laughs> Data, you're my favorite. I love you, Data. <laughs> uh, so they take her back up to the ship. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, Dr. Crusher does. And uh, they're like, all right, Jordy, fix this silo. Fix all this shit. Yeah, fix all this shit, Jordy. <laughs> Which is a lot like taking an engineer from now and, like, going back to, like, horse and buggy days yeah. and being like, yeah, fix this horse. Right. This horse has got a broken leg. Fix it. <laughs> But, like, uh, while everybody's off the ship or whatever, right, Mm -hmm. uh, people start getting murdered by the alien from Alien. Yeah, there's, like, a creepy alien moment. Yeah, which doesn't happen anymore. It just happens then, but it's just enough to make you, like, oh, God. Yeah. It's it's real creepy. It gets, like, I don't know, this movie, I don't know, it's got a lot of, like, it's, like, it's, like, nonstop. Stuff oh, yeah. happens all it's a little the time bit of in everything, this movie. Too. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of everything. Uh, yeah, they get you know Borg are on the ship. It turns out 
Mm-hmm. And Picard goes back to to the ship with Data because he's like, I sense the Borg sounds. He can hear them in his brain. <laughs> and Which is uh, a sweet superpower to have. Yeah. It sounds awful, but it's yeah. very useful. Yeah. At least you know when they're around, right? But, like, the ship is completely, like... It's being assimilated deck by deck, and everybody's yeah. like, "They're cockroaches. What? They're fucking yeah. locusts, right?" Like, yeah. So when when the Enterprise, the new Enterprise, which we didn't even talk about, blows, Enterprise E blows up the sphere, they beam onto the Enterprise because all their shields were down, yeah, and all, and the Enterprise's shields were down because they went through the time travel thing. Hey, I got a I got a opinion to ask of you. Yes. What do you think of the Enterprise E? I like it. Really? I like I, li- I like like the the modernization of the ships. Like I like that in this like time in Star Trek, they were t- attempting to make new things. And I and like if you're gonna crash the D, which they did, yes, I'm cool with the E. It looks neat. It's like it's like up. It's like I don't know. It's like when they change the Corvette, right? Like it's still a Corvette. It's still the Enterprise. It just looks a little different. I yeah, like it. I'm not a big. I don't like that it continues the legacy. Yeah, but I don't really like the design very much. I, it's 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 like modern, like '90s modern, right? Yes. Because this happened. This took place in '96 or whatever. Yeah, it's it is kind of '90s modern. Like it's real elongated and it's like sleek smooth. And, yeah, and, yeah. It's, it's but I like it. I don't. I I I know the D is like that's like super distinctive it looks like you know everyone knows what the enterprise d is even maybe it's beautiful uh, it's it's retro futuristic beautiful (laughs) but you know the borg are overrunning the ship and we get this great scene where crusher's like oh i swore i'd never use this and she activates the emergency medical hologram yeah (laughs) and it's robert picardo yeah which is great it's always great to see him and and she says i don't know do a dance tell a story which is exactly what he's always doing on voyage (laughs) he's always fucking (laughs) dancing around and telling stories and shit because he's annoying as shit on that show. <laughs> he's like everybody's favorite character on that show. He's he's great, but he gets super fucking annoying later on. Oh, like, I can't wait for that. Like, Neelix is also really cool, and then three episodes in, he's the most annoying human Yeah, that's human the thing character. is, like, he started out with this, like, really cool idea behind him. He is he's a, a... He's a scavenger. Yeah, he's a space scavenger. Yeah. He's living, like, job to job, and he's, like... He's like Han Solo. Yeah. But not as he's, cool. He's roguish. Right. Uh, but then it just turns out that he's a really fucking annoying chef. Then he turns into a kitchen rat. Disgusting. <laughs> Makes me uh, sick. I just puke all over the fucking Pah. floor. Blah. Uh, but you know he tries to stop the Borg, but they don't—they're not having that shit. Yeah, they just sort of like scan him, and they're like, "Whatever, <laughs> we can't assimilate you, you piece of shit." You yeah, know, like, man, fuck. Uh, so they Picard, go through the Jeffries tube. The doctor, yeah. they all get away. But like Picard and Data are on the bridge, and Picard's like, "Data, lock out the main computer." Yeah, because they're trying to like override it. Yeah, and he's like, and Data's like. You get some data, some fast data going. Which I'm always a fan of. There is every single Star Trek thing in this movie. Yeah. Fast data, holodeck, uh, other stuff. <laughs> the, the holodeck is like, it's an idea that no one would actually have. 
It's a great idea, though. But right? it is a great idea. It's, it's no cool. one in that situation would be like, let's go to the holodeck let's and I'll this. get a gun. <laughs> holodeck me a gun. <laughs> holodeck, give me a fucking piece. A fucking Tommy gun. <laughs> in a but, fucking violin case. <laughs> uh, Picard... Picard goes down. Uh, Picard and his sidekick Data go down and meet with Worf and security. Yes, and uh, they have this big like discussion about how they're going to defeat the Borg, and yeah, it turns out they're going to puncture some plasma coolant. Yeah, which liquefies organic material, which is going to be great to be next to. <laughs> Don't be near that. I can't even believe that's a thing that's on the ship. <laughs> And it's not, like, inside of, like, 65 other security tubes. It's just out there. It's just chilling there, man. Wouldn't you be thinking about that every day when you're working in there? Like, somebody's, like, walking past it with a clipboard out, and you're like, no, 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 move that over, move that over. Dude, I would, but I, you know, I would just probably be like, I'm going to go to the bridge, so good luck with that. Can I, like, work anywhere else on this ship? (laughs) Don't get near the green tube. But Picard shows a little bit of his colors in this scene where he's like, if you meet any Enterprise crew members, yeah, murder them. Yeah, just kill them. If they've been assimilated, just kill them. Yeah, because it'll, it's, it'll be mercy. Dude, he's like, this is like some great Picard. Like, they really give Patrick Stewart, like, so much shit in this movie. Because they were like, oh, he's like a great actor. Let's yeah. have him just be an actor. I will make them pay <laughs> for oh, what they've done. It's so great. Dude. I love it. Um, <laughs> Let's take a break real quick. All right. We will be right back after these commercial messages. Computer subspace transmission to Starfleet Command from Enterprise. Starting 45481.4. It's a single blast. Source unknown. Lieutenant Worf checks weapon systems. Captain Picard orders full shields from Lieutenant LaForge in engineering. Suddenly there is an alien presence on the ship. It's one of the Borg, a hostile robotic life form. Commander Riker returns phaser fire. Star Trek, the next generation action figures from Playmates. And we're back with more M-Class goodness. We're back. We did it. We're back. We. I hope you buy that product that was in that commercial. Buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell. Don't, don't sell Cor- it. Just corner buy, the market. Just buy more. Just buy more. Buy more. Consumption. Endless consumption. Consume. Consume. Obey. Obey. <laughs> So, (laughs) back on Earth, Mm -hmm. uh, Riker goes searching for Troy, and it turns out Troy is absolutely fucking smashed in a bar. She was drinking tequila. Uh, (laughs) Some kind of drink called tequila, which lets us know it doesn't exist in the future. I guess, like, they're not drinking a whole lot of tequila in the 23 A lot of synthahol. Yeah, a a lot of tequila. Wine, maybe, is, like, the hardest thing, right? (laughs) <laughs> but uh, Troy introduces Riker to Zephram Cochran, who is yeah. even more drunk. He's blasted. And he's like, uh, she says, you know, he's nuts. Yeah. But he completely, like, doesn't buy their cover story at all. Yeah, he's, like, real smart. Uh, he's real <laughs> smart, but he's also real drunk and real sloppy. He's like a he's like a, a savant, right? Like, he's not an idiot savant, but he's just like a... He's not a he's not a dingus. He's like no, clever. He's very clever. He's very smart. Obviously, he built yeah. like a, a rocket ship to space. Yeah, that goes faster than the speed of light. Yeah, he discovered warp technology. Yeah, he's like a 
Benjamin Franklin mixed with like I don't know Chuck Yeager. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Like because he's he's breaking the, the he Chuck Yeager broke the sound barrier. Yeah, he's breaking you, the, you know, the, the like, you know where Chuck Yeager was from, don't you? Was he from West Virginia? Yes, he was from Charleston, West Virginia. I did not know that. I just guessed where I was born. Really? Yes. Oh my god. We we have the same hometown. He and I. That's cool. Nobody is cool from my hometown except me. There's a lot of people from Philadelphia who are cool. Well, I don't actually live in Philadelphia. Oh, I was gonna say Rocky, but (laughs) he's a made-up guy. No, he's not. (laughs) Fuck you. I know Philadelphia people like to think he's not. Because they fucking play that shit, that fucking song, every goddamn time you go to a sporting event. Oh, I don't doubt it. Oh my I don't god. Doubt that like, at yeah, all. We got it. We got it. Rocky. <laughs> but the back back on the ship, the Enterprise E has been turned into like a board cube on all like the half decks. Of it, like that half, in. like the lower decks, yeah. Like engineering is like infested with them. Data deactivates his emotions chip and Picard says that great line where he says, Sometimes data I envy you. Yeah. It's a really cool like they really did a good job of like integrating that part of the last movie into this movie. Yeah. Like that's a it's a really neat way they did it. Um like they didn't have to they didn't have to mention it, right? Like they could have just like glossed over it and been like, whatever, Data's got an emotion chip now. He's still but gonna they, act exactly the same though. Right, but they like play with it and it's it's real cool. Uh, <laughs> what even happens next? Oh, um, they go they try to open the door. Yeah, but like Crusher and everybody come out of the tube, right? They come out yeah. of Jeffrey's tube, and uh, Lily's missing. Yeah, she just breaks off. She's like, "Where the fuck am I?" Yeah, nobody <laughs> explains anything to her. They just start running with her. Yeah, it's like they're like, "Oh, this person from like 2063 probably will just accept that we're in a I don't know a basement or something." I don't yeah, know. <laughs> let's just not tell her. Yeah, it'll be funnier that way. It'll, it'll be. I want to see a look on her face when she sees the fucking sun. And that's because we're gonna shoot her into yeah, it, bitch. <laughs> that's what you get for being from the past, motherfucker. You don't know about spaceships, you dumb idiot. <laughs> what are you, some kind of idiot? What are you from the past or something? Oh, uh, I don't know about warp drive. <laughs> oh my god, roasted. How's she ever gonna get back from that? Can't. <laughs> no returning. Got him. Uh, so <laughs> the like the Borg aren't attacking, which is great that they remembered that. Yeah, that, they like, the writers didn't have the Borg yeah. just be like smash destroy. Right. Like they're... a certain other show. What show is that? Voyager. <laughs> the Borg just attack. Yeah, they're a lot more angry in the yeah. Delta Quadrant. <laughs> They're fucking pissed off. They're like, we live here. Get the fuck out. Yeah, they they had to make that show cool, so they had to make them yeah, things well, happen. Yeah, well, they did a real good job with that. <laughs> but um, sarcasm. <laughs> if you like Voyager a lot, that's that's cool. You just uh, we have it's Star Trek at least. I yeah, guess we're on two totally different wavelengths, but I'm glad <laughs> that you enjoy it. But like they try and get good in, episodes. They try and get into main engineering, and the Borg are like, "Nah, uh." Yeah, the the handle breaks off, which is kind of clever. It's kind of yeah. funny. The the <laughs> the Borg are like, "Nah, uh, uh." Didn't say the magic word. Uh, nah, uh, uh. uh, uh. 
God damn this hacker shit! <laughs> this hacker bullshit. That's, yeah, whatever he says. Um, so the Borg attack and they start firing phasers, but they get hit like twice, and then they're perfectly fine afterwards because they adapt. They adapt. That's my favorite line. Yeah. Anyone who's a continue fan knows that they, they've adapted. I love that line too, and every time you guys have used that, I've enjoyed it. He says it twice in this movie. They've adapted. Is awesome. It's uh, hard to edit it because he it cuts away. Oh yeah, immediately. And it cuts away in the middle of him saying it, which is like a, a cool edit. Like it's a good edit, but uh, it's hard to um, edit that into a show. <laughs> but they, <laughs> but they all, they all like run away like the Scooby Doo gang, right? Yeah, they're like. They start going in the different doors and coming out, like, at the end of the hallway. It starts playing, like, a jaunty 70s tune. Yeah, like, some sort of, like, Jerry Reed song or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> Fucking running, running, running all the way around town. <laughs> and, uh... They, they jump into a Jeffrey's tube, and there's a crewman who's like, Picard! Please help me! He's getting assimilated. He's, like, in the throes of being yeah. assimilated. So Picard shoots him in the heart. Kills him. Rip. Uh, he, Rip he doesn't. He doesn't ever really show any remorse about that, either. He just shoots him in the heart and leaves. Yeah, he's cold as fuck in this movie, Cold man. as ice. He's like, I'm gonna murder you because you're a Borg now. <laughs> uh, but, but Data gets snatched. Yeah, he, gets, he gets snatched up. Yep. They open the door like a crack, and they grab him by his ankles and suck him up under the door. Yeah, which would be a lot scarier in a non-Star Trek movie. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, they they take him to a room, and they strap him to a table. Yeah. Uh, a table where he's obviously just holding the straps with his hands. Yeah, he's just holding them there. Yeah. <laughs> They're not really very well crafted. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, there's like a voice, like a lady's voice, right? Yeah. And the voice is like, "We know your weaknesses, right? And we're gonna use them to make you one of us." Yeah. We're gonna get that information. We're gonna get them access codes. And he's like, "Nah." He's and then like, they cut to the Earth again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's uh-huh. it's what happens. And they <laughs> they cut to the Earth. And, uh, like, everybody's talking to Zephyr Cochran, and they're, like, trying to tell him about the Borg, and he's like, whatever. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then they, like, they fuck with his... eyes. They use the tricorder to find where the Enterprise is, and they they make him look through the thing. They look through this giant telescope. His telescope, yeah, and he sees it, and he's like, what the fuck is this? He's like, how did you do that? Yeah, he's like, it's your telescope. (laughs) 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 Which is, like, okay. So they tell him everything. They tell him literally everything. They're like, yeah. yeah, in the future, you're like the most famous man that ever lived. You make yeah. first contact. Never you're like George you. Washington. And he's you're like, like yeah. I'm just a drunk. Mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> want all this on me, but uh, they're like, look, uh, without you, we're not going to be able to build a utopia. Do you not want a utopia? Yeah, it sounds great. We've got a lot of enterprise to go through first. but <laughs> and he's like, I guess... <laughs> yeah, he kind of just is like, why not? Why not? <laughs> uh, yep. Shit keeps going wrong on the Enterprise. Like, they're just wandering around. Yeah, like, it's like real bad at this point. Just like Borg show up or whatever. And, and they can't talk to the ground. We should point that out. Oh, yeah. Like, all communications all have been cut, cut off. off. Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, the Borg have, like, all the way up to deck 11? Ten. Something like that. Uh, yeah, because I think that's where Sick Bay is, right? That's where yeah. they just were. Then they stop. And Worf is like, well, they wouldn't stop there if it didn't give them a tactical advantage. Yeah. Yeah, why are they stopping there? And then we get this really... The scene where, like, Picard takes... This is a scene where any fans of, like, Mr. Plinkett reviews will remember this section of the review. <laughs> where Picard takes Lily to a room that has no access besides the Jeffrey's tube, has a single panel in it, and just it's a just, giant hole to space. It's just a weird window. It, I I always thought because I know like when like Plinkett complains about that shit I always thought it was maybe like, um like a docking clamp or something like maybe it latches on like something goes in that space to hold the ship down yeah maybe that's what I always kind of thought it was I don't know though because it's not a window it's just a force field yeah there. it's just a force field so there it's has like to a... be some reason to access the yeah. outside it's a tiny room with only one panel so it maybe would be like they wasted just, space maybe they they like um, bring in some like maybe they put like a tube in there maybe it's like some way to get some like coolant or something who the fuck knows who man knows? you know it's, it's fucking, a ship it's a spaceship you it's don't a spaceship right <laughs> Yeah. But Lily looks through the giant porthole. She's got Picard with a phaser, for one. Like, Picard yeah. and Lily... If if someone was watching this movie, quote-unquote, watching it by listening to me describe what happens in it, you just miss, like, fucking a whole scene where Picard <laughs> and Lily run into each other. Yeah, she, well, they, he has the phaser because he has a phaser, right? Because he's yeah. fighting the Borg. And she runs into him, like, literally runs into him. Yeah. And, like, he drops the gun, the phaser... And then she picks it up and points it at him, and she's like, "Fucking get me out of here!" And, she, and he's like, "Okay, okay." Thing, she does that thing where he's he's holding the gun at her, and she like slaps the bottom of his hand and flips it up in the air. Yeah, and she does. It like, and a, like, ah, yeah. <laughs> and then she like twirls her mustache. <laughs> <laughs> she's fucking Waluigi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she, but anyway, they end up in the room. Blah blah blah. She gives the phaser back to him because after she sees the Earth because it proves she's up in space. She's yeah. like, oh, shit. She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is even going on right now? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she they, thinks she she thinks he's, like, uh, an enemy because, like, yeah, he's, they're he's still paranoid. Eastern Coalition. Yeah, which God knows what that is. I guess we'll find out soon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out in the next, sometime during the next 80 years. Yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> it's happening, everybody. Yeah, here they, here uh, they are, Eastern Coalition. I'm assuming it's like Iran and China and maybe probably, Russia. Who probably, knows? Probably, probably. I guess <laughs> I guess we'll be part of that too because Pakistan. Maybe I don't know. I guess we'll be part of that too because of Russia. Yeah, because we're part of Russia now. <laughs> Sweet. I don't think anybody with that type of political leaning would be listening to a Star Trek podcast, but if they yeah, are, uh, go fuck yourself. Yeah, if um, you are, maybe you should watch some more Star Trek. Yeah, maybe you missed <laughs> the point something. a little bit. <laughs> yeah. but you anyway, might have missed the point of the, of the whole show. Data, Data meets the Borg Queen. Yeah, we finally get the Queen of the Borg, which, like, dude, I gotta tell you, I fucking love the Borg Queen. Do you? Played by Alice Krieg, who, um... It does a bunch of B movies. Like she's in that Stephen King Sleepwalkers movie. She's the mom in that. I she's real creepy. She's German. I don't know that movie. It's it, she I think does it was, a really good job as a villain great. in this movie, though. I love the Borg Queen because you can't kill her. That's the best villain. 
ever. Like she's Except literally unkillable, do. but she doesn't die. They, she doesn't she? No, oh, you, you don't. She doesn't. I know. You I, don't know yet. I know. I I fucking <laughs> I know all the spoilers. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, she's really great in this role. Mm. Uh, I understand the Borg Queen's purpose. She's like the Queen Ant, right? Yeah, the drones are all drones, and then they have a queen that they answer to that's part right. of the collective still. It right. works, and they explain that away in the movie fairly well. Yeah. Uh, with a, with just enough, like, mystery, because, like, he's, they just kind of like, I want to know, like, what you do. Like, what's, like, your hierarchy? And she's like, I am the Borg. Like, that's great. Like, yeah. that this, this the Borg entity... The one thing. Yeah, like, she's, like, she's the Borg, and he's like... He's like, no, I don't. He's like, let me rephrase or whatever. And then, like, she just basically is just like, stop asking stupid questions. Like, like I'm the a, fucking Borg. There's <laughs> a, there's a contingency of people who are attracted to the Borg Queen. They like that uh, spinal column yeah, floating they're, around. They're there. a big fan of like a necrotic corpse upper torso. A sweaty necrotic corpse. Yeah. Like, there, like there's like lots of shots of her where just sweat is on her. Ugh. Yeah, she's disgusting. They're gross. She's meant to be horrific, and she is. She's a fucking zombie. Like that's yeah. what the Borg are. They're zombies. They're horrible zombie monsters. <laughs> but Picard has this ingenious idea. An idea that uh, I don't think anyone should ever come to on their own because it's so out there. It's like last resort genius. But he is like the smartest man. He's perfect human, so he knows. He knows how to do it. He uh, he shoots one of the Borg, and Lily's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, he shoots like right past him or whatever. Yeah, and uh, they run into the holodeck, and Picard very like uh, gung ho. He's excited. Very, like, tongue-in-cheek. is like, what do you think? Maybe something in satin? Yeah, and you're like, uh-oh, what's going on? <laughs> and uh, he he programs the holodeck to open up the big goodbye. Dixon Hill, baby! Which, I <laughs> fucking love Dixon Hill. Like, I, I wanted there to be more Dixon Hill episodes. My favorite part about this whole scene is, like, he picks the wrong chapter. Yeah, which that's is so, great. It's, so, it's such a little touch... But it's so good, like, cause like, who remembers like what the fuck chapter is shit? Yeah, happens in? exactly. <laughs> it's it was it would be completely cut in a modern movie, right? They wouldn't put that in, but they they really wanted that hol- Like, I it goes a long way to explain to audiences who haven't seen Star Trek what the holodeck is and yeah, what it can do. Absolutely, it's a really subtle way of doing that. And so it makes complete sense, like, he knows what's going to be there already, because he picks the specific chapter. If he just said chapter whatever when he went in, it wouldn't have drawn enough attention to it. Right, don't, yeah, and people need to see, like, what is this room that makes these things, right? Like, it's like a fucking fantasy land. And you don't really need to explain the holodeck too much to people, but, like, there are some real dumb idiots who are like, what the fuck? But he's What's like a holodeck. He's like I gotta see Nicky the Nose. Yeah. Is that his name? Nicky the Nose. Yeah, I gotta see Nicky the Nose because he knows N O S E baby. <laughs> Nicky the Nose has a Tommy gun. Yeah. And he led the Borg in there so that he could pick up that Tommy gun and just spray fire into him. He, dude, he just like I don't know how many fucking bullets are in a Tommy gun clip, but he uses all of them plus. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot more in that one. <laughs> And he the, turns the safety protocols off. The funniest awesome. part about that scene is he's firing with like 
like his eyes are real intense or whatever, but he's not mm. saying or doing anything. Yeah. He's firing. And then like the last three or four bullets, he goes, Oh yeah, he like gets like really mad. Like he it's it's such a good development of his character in, in this movie because like he's he's Picard. He's fucking like like you said, he's the perfect man. Like he's he's not a, a a full of vengeance, but now like you're seeing those walls yeah. like crash down. They've driven him to it. Yeah, yeah. He, like he really fucking hates the Borg. Yeah. He even <laughs> runs towards the Borg with his gun lifted. Like he's just gonna yeah, start. He's gonna hit him. It. He's gonna hit him with the thing. And she's and, like, "What are you doing, dude?" Yeah, and Lily's like, "Stop! He's already you dead." You got him. Yeah. <laughs> and just yeah. a reference machine today. <laughs> But Picard does this really gross shit where he just, like, rips open the chest and starts, yeah, starts reaching around inside. Yeah. Yeah. And Lily's like, uh, what? Yeah. As and anyone the, would in her situation. And he's like, they all have this thing in them. It tells them what it, their, like, their mission is or whatever. Their fucking transponder or whatever the fuck. And she's like, oh my god, he's wearing a Starfleet uniform. Yeah, it's, it's one of yours. She's like, it's one of your one of yours. And yeah. he's like, yes, this was Ensign Lynch. Like, he's, he's like, just yeah. completely fucking... He doesn't fucking, even care. He's just like, yeah. yeah, it used to be Ensign Lynch. He's completely detached from anything. Like, he's like, not... He's not like a person anymore. <laughs> and, the, and the cap... And like, fucking... They go back to the bridge or whatever, but, like, Lily just looks back at the body and looks at him as he's walking away, like, what the fuck did I yeah. get myself into? Yeah, like, it paints, like, a really weird picture. Like, like on the one hand, you have on the ground mission with Riker and Troy, you have them telling Zephram Cochran how much a utopia the future is, right? Yeah. And then you have Lily up on the ship with Picard, and he's telling her, like, oh, we don't use money anymore, and we don't get paid, but we just, like, our goal is to better humanity. And then she sees this this guy basically murder somebody and just go completely batshit crazy. And yeah. she's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, is the future, like, really like this? Or, like, what's, what's up with that? Are they just full that? of shit? Yeah. Is, is it, like, is a he, lie? Was he, like, lying to me the whole time? Right. Like, it's a really cool, like, dichotomy going on here where you have, like, like this weird, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, this weird, like, separation of, like, what is the Federation? Like, the one guy gets to, like, the one guy who, like, is, like, the father of all this gets to see, like, and hear about all the great things. And he doesn't want to hear about it because he doesn't care about that stuff. And this this idealistic woman is seeing, like, the dark side of the Federation, basically. Yeah, and she's seen... I think she grows to understand that Picard was just pushed to that and he's still a great yeah. man or whatever, but at that yeah. moment, she's like, who is this? Like, yeah. am I dealing with a psychopath? Yeah, this is a little nuts. <laughs> but back on Earth... <laughs> Uh, Zephram Cochran is like really tired of everybody hero worshipping yeah they're like walking around him like they don't even want to talk to him they're, they're like, just like staring at him gawk gawking at him and, and shit and yeah. then the best character in Star Trek history Reginald Barclay yeah, Mr. Barclay himself comes yep. in and he's like, I just want to shake your hand. You're my hero. Can he's I got please? like a still tube. He's got like a <laughs> copper tube from like a still. And he's just hugging it the whole time yeah. while they're talking. And he's talking. like, dude, I love that guy. That guy who plays him. Mur oh, Murdoch. Yeah. He's great. He's so awesome. He's so awkward. It's fucking perfect. <laughs> he's one of my favorite characters in Star Trek. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I don't usually watch uh, his episodes just because like, 
he's so neurotic it like reminds me of my neuroses and i don't like to watch oh. myself <laughs> see it reminds me of mine too but i yeah. i find that hilarious still that i'm like man that's me i'm terrible yeah, i'm a horrible person <laughs> but even like he's talking to jordy and even jordy's like yeah i went to zephram cochran high school like you were my mm. hero yeah there's gonna be a statue of you here and yeah Zephyr and he's Cochran's like statue like, Zephyr Cochran's like are you fucking kidding me yeah so he he's, just runs away and he's sneaking off all the time <laughs> to drink out of his flask and shit because he's just a drunk yeah he has a problem it's all right i would too if it was world war three i'd be like yeah, i don't give a fuck fuck it yeah, I have a dying problem if it was World War Three. Yeah, but he he just runs off into the woods. He just runs away. <laughs> he just fucking runs the fuck away. They're like, "Where'd he go?" And they see him off in the distance and just start chasing him. Yeah, well, Jordy has his new eyes too. He gets better eyes now, and they look really cool. But I do miss the visor. The visor is cool, but like I I'm glad that they gave him cool eyes. Yeah, I'm so glad he didn't that have to wear can, that thing anymore. Yeah, I'm glad that he can emote as an actor. Yeah, he doesn't have to act with that shit on his face which is much cooler yeah <laughs> but they keep uh, the Borg back on the ship keep giving data flesh which yeah, is disgusting yeah they're like putting skin on him which, especially when she like blows on it and it gets goosebumps. goosebumps. That's fucking disgusting. It's a cool shot, but it's, it is. It, it's it's weird. Like so, she turns on his his chip, right? Like she like just flicks it on, and he gets like real scared because like he's scared. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, we can make you better. Like we'll make you like us. And like she's tempting him. She's the devil. Like she's like, we're oh, gonna. Yeah. I will give you everything you want. Like. Everything you've ever wanted, you can be a human, you know? And he, Data's, and Data's eventually like, fuck that! And he breaks free, and he starts yeah. attacking the Borg. Yeah, he punches one in the damn chest, and it, like, explodes or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Jesus, fuck, dude! But he gets, like, his skin, his new skin gets cut. Yeah. And he's like, like, oh, uh, fuck, pain is bad! Pain, fire, bad! <laughs> yeah. And the Borg Queen's like, well, if you don't like your skin, just take it off, yeah, rip bitch. It off. Rip it you off won't like do it. Yeah. You won't do it. And she's right, he won't. Yeah, but then she gets, like, real sexy on <laughs> Yeah, she she gets real horned up for him, and yep. he's he does his line, his, I'm fully functional. Fully functional, yeah. And uh, she's like, well, how long has it been since you fucked? Since you were functional. <laughs> and he, he says it's been eight years. And I was, oh! like, I was like, damn, Data. Oh, Data. <laughs> That's sad, bro. That sucks, dude. Yeah. And so they just fucking start macking. They fuck. They fucks the Borg Queen, which is pretty cool for him, I guess. Yeah, I guess he gets to be functional again. That's pretty nice. Who gets to say they fucked the Borg Queen? Not many people. How does she... she does, what kind of vagina does she have? She's just a shoulders. I don't know. I would assume that, like, since she's the Borg Queen, she can just, like, do whatever. Like, she just has all this weird shit that... I don't know. Like maybe that, that maybe that Ugh. suit opens up and it's just a like a vagina. I don't know. Maybe she is just the lower half in the suit too. Or maybe she's just really into anal and th that's what she does. <laughs> she still has to have a lower half for that. She just needs a butt. You just need a butt to do anal. That's, that's what I always say. I guess say. that's true. <laughs> Josh does always say that. It's like I say it like a little too much. A little too much. It was <laughs> it was really difficult to explain to the waitress what he was talking about. Yeah, she didn't want to hear it anymore, and I was like, I understand. <laughs> I'll I'll try to keep it to a minimum over here. <laughs> it's it's not like you know, like I always say, you just need a butt to have anal. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Did I go too far? <laughs> should I not have brought that up at this restaurant? I should have. I should have kept it to myself. <laughs> um, was that wrong? <laughs> was I being mean? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but like, I guess the Borg are gonna use the deflector to like to make a, make a subspace sig- transmitter. Yeah, like a signal beacon to get more Borg. Yeah, it, yeah. That's <laughs> so. That's why they stopped at that level because that's where the deflector yeah. dish was. Could you imagine being a Borg just, like, tooling around in the Delta Quadrant somewhere and you get, like, a beacon from Earth? You'd be like, what the fuck? They, it's, that's what's <laughs> great about them is, like, they don't, like, they don't follow rules, right? Like, they don't, yeah. they're not, like, bad guys. Like, bad guys are always bad guys in Star Trek. Like, especially the new ones. Like, we'll get into it later. But, like, like bad such... guys have some sort of motivation to be right. bad guys. They're, like, they're driven for, like, revenge, revenge. or something. It's always revenge or something. Or, but the Borg are a fucking force of nature. Like, they don't yeah. fucking stop, dude. Like, they're goddamn insects. They don't give a fuck about people. They and propagate. Like, that's their entire purpose. Yeah, that's all that's, they care about. They're, like, the best villain because, like, you don't have to fucking explain the Borg. They just no. are that way. It's they great. don't explain the Borg either. Yeah, they never movie. do. They're just like, that's what they do. <laughs> um, They're going to use the deflector dish. So we get some fucking EV walk. Get some cool space walk. Uh, they all put on these suits that have these weird, like, oblong, rectangular yeah. helmets. They needed to, like, see who was in the suit, which is always a problem, right? Like, yeah. Who, like, you gotta tell who the actor is. So it's it's Worf, Picard, and Hawk go out. So we get a red shirt going out. So yeah. what's gonna happen to him? En- Ensign Handsome goes out there. I wonder what's gonna happen. <laughs> Uh, but they have to like they can't shoot the, the di- they can't right. shoot the dish because it'll cause an explosion. And it destroy has anti protons in it, which but, is like antimatter. I guess. But Picard so. does shoot the dish. Yeah, he shoots later. the edge of it. He shoots like the metal part of it. It freak. And you're like, what the fuck, dude? Why did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> Just shoot the Borg. Yeah, but they uh, can't. They're adapted. Yeah, they they they've adapted. They've adapted. Um. <laughs> So they go around in this really tense scene, and they, like, turn dials. Yeah, it's a really cool, like, hacking scene. In it. Like, it's a really neat, like, I don't know what the trope would be, but, like, they all have to, like, unlock the, the three points to make the dish detach. Yeah. So they all have to, like, find the right sequence. It's like a video game, really. It's like... It is. You gotta figure out the puzzle, right? And... The only problem they really run into is that Hawk is like a baby. He's like a sissy. He can't turn his dial. Yeah, he can't lift the thing up because so he's the, a little wimp. So the board comes up and just fucks him up. It just carries him away, it, which is so fucking great. It's like a horror movie. He's like, ah! And the he's thing's like, just ah! carrying him it's off. completely unemotionally just yeah. holding him with one hand, carrying yeah. him away. <laughs> and uh, Picard's like, oh, I gotta do everything myself. Yeah, and he pulls some like fucking Indiana Jones shit. Yeah, in space. That's the scariest <laughs> thing. Is like the Borg is yeah. walking towards him, and he turns the magnets on his boots off. Yeah. Just think about how one wrong move would have sent him careening into forever. space forever. He'd be, he'd be just dead forever. Like that would, dude. He's like, it's it's super tense. Like it's a really great tense scene. You're like, oh my god. Like, oh my god. Like, how is he gonna do it? Fucking scary. Yeah, it's it's a little it's, it's a little unnerving. It's spooky, scary, but <laughs> it's time to take a break. You did it before me. That's oh my right, God. motherfucker. <laughs> I know when it's time to take a fucking break. Now <laughs> I'm on schedule. 
Uh, we'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. Come on, kids, get your sweater. Let's go. Hot water wash. Okay. Cold water wash. Pretty clean. Oh, they didn't look that good. When can I stop kidding myself? Out of the future comes all-temperature cheer with the all-temperature clean. Must have powerful ingredients. Certainly they're powerful. To give you the best-looking wash your world has seen in hot water, warm, cool, cold, and everything in between. Terrific. Now, now that's white. Cheer gives you a great-looking white in hot water. And in cold water, that's clean. Cheer beats even the leading cold water detergent. Will you see my kids tomorrow? I'll be watching. Superior ability breeds superior ambition. Boy, is this stuff clean and at all those temperatures. All temperature. <laughs> and we're back to talk more about dish shenanigans. The, sh the, the dish. Gotta shoot the dish. Don't shoot the dish. Do never shoot the dish. It's, <laughs> it's There's a funny bit in this. There's two funny bits in this scene, though, I want to touch on. Yeah, and they're yeah. both Worf bits. Worf gets a great... War moment. Worf is sick to his stomach in zero G. He can't which go is, out in space. Which is played for laughs. Yeah. But what's not played for laughs is the fact that Worf carried his fucking like Klingon knife. Yeah, his in uh, his suit. Neck necklace. Yeah, his necklace. In his one suit. Is. And he just pulls it out and lobs a Borg's arm off. Dude, he just cuts it. a fucking he just Jedi cuts a Borg's arm off with that thing. And then he uses the Borg's like robo Tube. entrails to tie his suit up. <laughs> yeah, because it punctures his suit and he starts losing pressure and he just like ties a big fucking knot in it. Worf is the greatest. He's really good in this movie. He, he really gets a is. lot of cool shit in this movie. <laughs> uh, Hulk gets assimilated and he like starts attacking Picard. Yeah. But Worf shoots Hawk away and he just flies into space forever. <laughs> yeah, he's not he's not a full Borg yet, so he doesn't have all the cool Borg uh, shields yet, I guess. <laughs> so he just gets killed, I think. Or he just, uh, I don't know. He kind of flails a little bit he, out there. He does, but he's just he floats into space forever. Yeah, it sucks, man. To be found later in Antarctica. What? Uh, you'll see. <laughs> what? Fuck off. Anyway. You watch Enterprise. Um, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, man. Alright, so anyway. <laughs> uh, they finish repairing the Phoenix. Yeah, and, it's fixed. Uh, Riker is, is... He's gonna be one of the pilots. Riker's gonna pilot with Cochran. Yeah, I guess they just, like, decided that. <laughs> like, yeah, I nobody guess, mentions it. They just get in. Yeah, like, they kind of are like, we're going to go on this one-once-in-a-lifetime one fucking mission. Yeah, like, Riker and Jordy get in. And I was just wondering, like, what about the two guys that we were historically supposed to? I I, I guess they just say that nobody went with them, yeah. I guess. Nobody right. mentions in any other period before that Zephram Cochran yeah, had anybody with had them. anyone with them. I guess it was supposed to be Lily, but she's fucking on the Enterprise, yeah, forever so. robbed of it. Yeah, but yep. uh, you know they have a little conversation uh, about like how Zephram Cochran didn't build the Phoenix to go to space and like usher yeah. in a new era or whatever. He just wanted money. Yeah, it's a really cool like. Like, your heroes aren't your heroes moment. You yeah, know what I mean? People like, are every, people. 
Yeah, like he, everyone, like, it would be like if he went to hang out with, like, I don't know, like Abraham Lincoln or George Washington and all he wanted to do was, like, fuck bitches all day. You'd be like, what the fuck? But, like, maybe he did just all he wanted to do was fuck bitches all day. Like, if you I don't go know. and hang out with Benjamin Franklin, that would absolutely definitely, be true. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> but, uh, it's just, like, if you go and meet your hero, Josh Henderson, yeah. and it turns out he's a wino. Yeah. It's like But that. everybody already knows that. <laughs> uh, It'd be like if I wasn't a wino. Yeah, if, like, if Josh was actually, he read books and wasn't a wino. <laughs> And he put, Readings for nerds. He put out a podcast every week. Nerd. But, <laughs> but anyway, uh, they're like fucking. They're like, hey, we're gonna go up in space soon, and then it goes back to space. This movie's back and forth a lot. It's all over the map, man. It's great. I love and it. The Borg have decided they're gonna take over the rest of the ship. Yeah, because they can't use the beacon anymore, so they need to like take all the ship over. So they start advancing. And fucking the 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 lieutenant, the guy who was yeah. in charge, of whoever security, his name is, yeah, he was. He's like, "What are we gonna do, Captain?" And Picard's like, "Defend, keep keep fighting him." He's keep like, "Use your hands, him. fight hand to hand, motherfuckers." And people and everyone's like, "Oh no!" Everybody's like, "Oh god, Picard's gone crazy. <laughs> he's a lunatic." <laughs> Yeah. Everybody to the escape pods. Yeah. So they they're gonna that's their plan. That's their fall their last ditch effort, right? Their Hail Mary is to blow the ship up. Yeah, Picard's gonna I'm gonna blow the fucking ship up. And Worf's like, no. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah, Worf Worf well Worf wants him to blow the ship up. He doesn't want to keep fighting. He's like, We have to blow the ship up. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah and Picard yeah. is like no, we gotta fight these fuckers. We gotta he's fight like, them forever. Right. He's like, Yeah, we're not we're not doing this shit anymore. We're not fucking falling back. <laughs> and Worf's like, if you were any other man, I'd kill you where you stand. Yeah, because he calls him a coward. Like, Captain calls him a coward, yeah. which is, like, crazy. And, and, like, and Picard's like, get off my bridge. Get off my bridge. And Dude. Worf's like, mm, And he goes and he mopes somewhere for the rest of the Yeah, he's <laughs> fucking, you're a coward, Picard. Fine. I'm a big, strong Klingon. Fuck you. Idiot. <laughs> Look at my muscles. Fuck you. <laughs> and um, Picard goes into his lounge. Yeah, it's random because it's a lounging moment. It's a time to <laughs> time to chill out moment. And Lily goes in there and she's like, "Wow, you're a fucking lunatic, aren't you?" Yeah, she calls him Ahab, Captain Ahab, and <laughs> she calls him a son of a bitch first. Yeah, you you're a son of a bitch. That's what, that's the like first thing she yeah. says. He's like, "I don't have time for this shit," and he's like, "I don't know what that means." Yeah. <laughs> He's like, now's not the time. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I don't fucking care if it's the time. You're you're gonna get all these people killed. You need to yeah. blow the ship up. He's like, they believe in you. They like, you got you can't like do this shit. And Picard's like, they can't understand the Borg as I do. Yeah, he gets real nuts. <laughs> and you know, he tells everything about what happened with the Borg before, mm. and and Lily's like, and he's like. uh the 24th and like she's like well you're just trying to get revenge Captain Ahab yeah, Ahab has to get his whale and right. he's like oh you're full of shit in our future we don't have revenge yeah and, and he's, she's yeah. like what do you call what you're doing right now stupid yeah. 
and he and he has like these this great like he like loses his mind. Yeah, he throws the line must be drawn here. She's yeah. She says blow up the damn ship, and he goes no, and he throws the phaser through the glass thing, and he yeah. has like a fucking temper tantrum, which is fucking awesome. And then he's Captain like, fucking Picard he's like, has a temper uh, tantrum. Uh, oh. <laughs> I made a boo-boo. Oh, no. I did the bad thing. Yep. But then he quotes he quotes the book. He quotes Moby Dick, right? And he piled upon the whale's white hump, the yeah. sum of all the rage and hate felt by his whole race. <laughs> if his chest had been a cannon, he would have shot his heart upon it. It's, that's some Star Trek writing. Absolutely. That's like super fucking Star Trek right and, there. And Lily's like, I didn't read that book. <laughs> I actually never read it. Did you ever read Moby Dick? Yeah. I hated it. I uh, liked it. I hated it. Really? It's, it's so boring. Uh, it's not... Uh, <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you mean Moby Dick is boring? All those great sea tales about... All those chapters about... masts and Boats and knotting, knots and shit? Yeah. Fucking nautical laws? Come it's on. It's 1,200 pages about how to sail a boat. Did That's you, cool. Did you like Lord of the Rings? I do like Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is three books about what rocks look like <laughs> and how the grass is, how many trees. Yeah, but are at least in there's forest. wizards in Lord of the Rings. That's true. There's, there's no a wizard. There's in a the... giant fucking whale. Yeah, but whales suck. Oh wow! Fuck, fuck think, whales. I think you need to go back and watch a movie called Star Trek Four. <laughs> <laughs> George and Gracie don't suck. They're not trying to kill no. Captain Ahab. Captain Ahab shouldn't have been such a fucking bitch. Yeah, he's a little whiner. Uh, anyway, they, uh, like, she finally talks him into it, right? Mm. And he's, he, like, gives the order to prepare to evacuate, and everybody's like, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> you can see it, like, the, the, the extras do a great job, they're like, oh, God. They, yeah. like, breathe a sigh of relief, they're like, okay, good. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice, <laughs> uh, Riker, Jordy, and Zephram Cochran, old ZC, yeah. are getting the Phoenix ready to go. Yes. And uh, they fucking... They do the countdown, right? Yeah. I just... I think it's like intercut with other shit. Well, they do the countdown and, and like, I think they're... Well, they, he already talked to, to Riker about his hangover and all the... You said the thing about... Uh, don't be a man. Be a, try, Don't try to be a great man. Just be a man. Like, that happens. Yeah. And uh, data, well, data oh, is they, in. They program the escape pods, right? Yeah, and to land on some island, some or island, island, so island that they can just uh, live out their lives in relative obscurity. Secrecy. Yeah, and uh, they're like, <laughs> Crusher's like, do you think Starfleet's gonna build another Enterprise? <laughs> yeah, and fucking, and Picard's like, plenty of letters left in the alphabet. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Great. It's and Picard's a- like, I'm sorry, Worf. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Yeah, he makes up with them. And Worf's like, I love you, Captain. Picard's <laughs> like, kiss. I love you too. And then they tongue kiss. Yeah, it's really, really weird part of the movie, but it, it was, I, I it was beautiful, it. is what it was. It it's, was a beautiful it scene. Is. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they, they just fucking. And they all leave, and then Picard's like, oh shit, I forgot Data! <laughs> I forgot shit. Yeah. Fuck. I left the iron on. I gotta go get it. Shit. That was important and I forgot it. <laughs> but uh 
fucking so he's like Lily, I can't come with you, and have all the sex we were gonna have. Yeah, all the weird illegal prime directive sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's gonna be having sex and be like, she's gonna be like, wait, did you use a condom? And he's like, no, you don't have force fields to stop it. Oh shit! Oh no! Diaphragm, no! Oh now I'm gonna make a little shinzon in the past. <laughs> shinzon. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we're getting a little ahead. But um, <laughs> they launched the Phoenix, right? And they're all yeah. and. The funny thing about it is, like, I love the scene when they launch it because Riker and Jordy, like, don't react to it whatsoever. They're just, like, yeah, they're just, like... This happens to us every single day. This is the lowest setting it could possibly be. (laughs) Dude, I love, like, he's like, we have to abort! And, like, he's like, no, I found it! Like, because they're, like, he, like, needs, like, he's like, I forgot something. He's gotta play his magic carpet ride. He has to play Steppenwolf, which in (laughs) Star Trek Online right now, it's, it's, um, First Contact Week. Oh and yeah! You get, to, you get to play a mission, and you build a model of the phoenix. Like you run around and you collect all this shit, and you build a, like a tiny phoenix, and then you t- set it off. And they play in the game. They play Magic Carpet Ride. Oh, that's beautiful. They play the whole song. That's it's amazing. Hilarious. It's awesome. That's so amazing. <laughs> uh, so they take off, and they're fl- they're flying through space, getting ready to hit that warp drive. Picard oh, yeah. goes and meets the Borg Queen. Yeah. They have a tense back and forth where the Borg Queen's like, you know, you gave up your chance. Yeah, Locutus. Like, yeah. she ever met, you know. Gave up your chance, Locutus. Now I got a new mate. His name she is, says, his she name's says, Data. We'll take you back. He's like, he's like, take me back. Assimilate me. I'll be Locutus again. Just let Data go. And she, she thinks about it, right? Yeah. And then she asks Data. She's like, what do you think, Data? And he says... No, and it was like no, Data. <laughs> I don't want to go back. Yeah. I got some of that sweet zombie puss. I got a new half of a human face, and I get to fuck a butthole of the board. <laughs> Picard's like shit. I don't have anything to compete against that. Yeah, and he says he'll make an excellent drow. <laughs> and you're yeah, like, fuck, fuck, dude. Data, you're so evil now. Damn, evil Data. You were the, you were the chosen one. What? You are my brother. <laughs> <laughs> and like I, I don't know they're just like Picard we're gonna fucking we're gonna strap you down we're gonna shoot some torpedoes and we're gonna destroy the phoenix and there's nothing yeah. you can do about it yeah so Data's gonna do it right and yeah. they, get, they have a cool action movie line watch, like watch your futures end or whatever which was probably like the tagline of the movie when it oh, came yeah, out oh yeah absolutely that they, was on they, all the fucking posters yeah it was on the trailer it that was, was on everywhere. the special edition glass you could get from Burger King exactly for sure. exactly and uh, man, I used to have the fucking Batman Forever glass from McDonald's. Oh my god, Batman Forever! Remember the soundtrack? I, I definitely remember the soundtrack. It's legendary. I remember that glass though. I, went, I broke it. I dropped it. Yeah, I broke all my cool glasses from the '80s. Like they just broke. Like I dropped it and it broke. And the question mark, the Riddler's question mark, was like pristine. It survived. I should have kept like it. the Riddler. Yeah. <laughs> You can probably find them again on, like, eBay. On probably. YouTube. They're, like, fucking 50 bucks or something now, probably. probably. Let's anyway. look it up. <laughs> anyway. No, let's not look it up. Uh, fucking Data shoots the, the quantum torpedoes, right? Yeah. 
And, and you're watching them. You're like, they're trailing them. Yeah, and like Picard's like, no, my past and my future at the same time, no. No, yeah. And uh, they miss, and the Borg Queen does like a double take. Yeah, she goes, Data! <laughs> she goes, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> double cross? <laughs> and they're like... It, I guess in the Phoenix, they were like, what the fuck? I don't think they see it, because they don't have, like, scanners or no. anything, right? And then, My like, favorite line before all this happens, my favorite line, one of my favorite lines, is the uh, Zephyr Cochran sees the Enterprise, and he goes, sweet Jesus! Sweet Jesus! <laughs> Which is a great <laughs> gift to use. If you oh, God, I love that gift so much. <laughs> but, uh... He like fucking misses, and she's like, "What? What? What?" And he 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 like stands up, and he's like, "Yeah, it was me, Data." <laughs> and he, he, That's he the gives, line he says. He gives he gives the best line in the whole movie. Yeah. Resistance yeah. is futile, dude. It's yeah. He says it like how he, he says Brent it weird. Says it. Yeah, Brent Spiner's weird. Resistance is futile. futile, futile. And he smashes the shit out of it. Like Picard is still on the table. <laughs> yeah, I guess he just thinks, like, figure it out, yeah, right? Picard like, will get it, don't worry. Yeah, he and punches the, the, the coolant tank, Yeah, is still pumping that shit through it. And <laughs> and then uh, Picard breaks free. Yeah, because they all start convulsing and shit. They're yeah. like, Bleh. oh god, this shit specifically kills me, how did Fuck they know? This. Why did we set up our base in here? <laughs> this what? is the worst place. Why does this guy specifically kill us? Oh. Why would you use this? <laughs> it's like super antifreeze, right? It's just like, yeah. if antifreeze like liquefied your, your skin. And Picard starts climbing a tube. Yeah, all this like weird like Borg shit starts falling off from the ceiling and shit. So he he climbs like a piece of PVC pipe or whatever. Yeah, it's like that weird pipe, like that weird tubing you use to put around pipes so they don't yeah. get hot or whatever. But it's like painted black. Yeah. And he he like climbs it and then the Borg Queen like grabs onto his leg and is like, no! It starts like yeah. pawing at his junk like real yeah. hard. She's real crazy at this <laughs> she's, point. She's real horny for getting up there. She doesn't want to get burned to death. Yeah, she's getting melted. And uh, Data like jumps up out of the smoke. It's a really cool looking scene. Like yeah, the smoke cool. parts and he leaps out of it and grabs yeah. her. And yanks her into it. Yeah, he's like a shark. Like he's yeah. like he's real creepy. Like he just comes up. He's like, come here. He just grabs her and pulls her in. And she's like, oh no, my skin and bones. Yeah, and she starts melting. And uh, Picard vents the plasma. He gets it out. He cleans it out with his magic starship clean out method. <laughs> I don't know how he does it, but he he's yeah. they, they had to have had some contingency in case like face melting gas exploded yeah, out of the I guess tiny so. tubes. I guess they would close that door, right? Like they always yeah. close in the show. They have that door. And uh they just the skeleton of the board yeah. queen is left and Picard That's picks cool. it up and just rips the spinal column out of yeah, it. Yeah, he just breaks it. He snaps it. And he doesn't even he he just like looks at it and drops it afterwards. It's like it's really cool that he doesn't say anything. Yeah. I like that a lot that he's just yeah. like it's finally over. Yeah, like he's he's finally gotten over it or whatever. But did did he? Has he? <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> Then what happens? <laughs> then, uh, Data's, like, his human skin is all gone. Yeah. 
and which is great because it's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, and uh, he's like sad that the Borg Queen's dead because his side piece is gone. Yeah, he was like really into being a person too. Yeah, he he says uh, he he was tempted for zero point six eight seconds. Yeah, which is a great <laughs> it's a great line. Of course, he knows how long he was tempted. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> Cochran and our boys come back to Earth. They got the warp going. They and did it. They they did the warp, and everybody's like, yay. Let's somehow get- they land the Phoenix. Like, God knows how they yeah. did that. I don't know. <laughs> they're like, let's get Stinko. And a ship <laughs> a ship lands, and they're like, oh, God, what is this? Yeah. And uh, look, 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 some aliens come out in robes, and right. I guess we're not supposed to know they're Vulcans because they do the reveal of the Vulcan ears. Well, when I saw it, I, I saw it in the theater, and the theater was like I was, uh, what, I was like thirteen years old, I guess, uh-huh. and like nobody saw it coming. Like nobody n- knew, because it wasn't not it wasn't known before this movie. Really, who made first contact? They never mention it. Huh. So this movie establishes that the Vulcans made first contact okay. with humans. Well, I retract my previous statement. I remember, I remember people in the movie theater going, <gasps> like That's I remember fuck. it. Like they were like, oh whoa, like it, like, and I remember thinking like, oh my god, like like because like, now you know, right? Now you're like, oh, it's the Vulcans, duh. yeah. But up until then, like nobody. That's knew. cool though. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't see it in theaters. Yeah, it's uh, neat. It would have been. <laughs> I've only seen the new Star Trek stuff in theaters. Sadly. Oh my god. We'll why? get there. But uh, the Vulcans <laughs> come down and they're like, uh, live long and prosper. And Zephyr mm-hmm. Cochran doesn't know what to do. He so can't he just, do the thing. Yeah. He just shrugs and holds his hand out for a handshake. Yep. And they shake hands and smile, and you know everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> Everything gonna be all right. And then they go to the bar and they play whatever shitty rock and roll song. He's they playing. play uh, Dooby. Yeah, they play a Roy Orbison song. Roy Orbison, yeah, it's yeah. Really and like Zephyr Cochran is trying to get the Vulcans to dance, which yeah, is he's hilarious. Like, oh, dance. Yeah, and they're he's like, like, "No, it's dancing. It's fun." Yeah. And they're yeah. like, uh, "Fun's and emotions for." Oh like, man, we got a lot. Of history to go through till we get some Spocks. <laughs> That's true. Spock is a long time away. <laughs> oh my god. But then so the movie ends. The movie has ended. Josh, why don't you tell us your thoughts and feelings about this this fine film? This movie is great. Um, I think it's... Oh god. I, uh, for me, personally, it's like top three. Maybe top four. It's definitely in my top five Star Trek stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's it's right behind uh, Star Trek six and four for me. I might like this better than than I like Wrath of Khan, honestly. Really? Yeah. I, it's it it's the best from it's the best next gen movie. Oh, it's by, by far. far the best next gen movie. Yeah. It's so the like, only next gen movie that gets anywhere in the realm of the original series movies. Yeah. There's a lot of like really subtle cool shit in this movie. Like when when Worf comes onto the bridge. They play the the Klingon theme. The dun, 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 dun. It's like real soft, and yeah. it's like that's a really cool touch, you know. There's like, a lot in First Contact that was done by people who appreciate this material yeah. a lot. They yeah. really wanted to put time and effort and their heart into it, and you can right. tell. And yeah, and it and it just expands the universe so much. Which, I mean, we'll get into it when we talk about the new films, but like that doesn't happen anymore. The, the newer films are like the universe is about as deep as a puddle. 
Yeah, it's about as deep as it's like all surface level. Yeah, it's just it's a smoke and mirrors universe and really. There's, there's a fr- like a friend of mine who's always telling me that like the comics make it like a million times better, but like yeah. we always say like supplementary material doesn't make up for the fact that a movie right. is lacking. It's the the 2009 Star Trek. They had a comic book where it, uh, you know Data is back. Obviously, like lo- like uh, B four becomes Data, right? Mm-hmm. So. And that links the new universe with the old one, but it's like that's not in the movie. Like, why didn't you fucking put that in the movie? I don't know. Like, there's we'll get into it. There's we a got fun, a lot. To talk there's about a fun that. fan theory though. Before we move on, there's a fun fan theory that uh, because the universe was reset, was like reset at like a certain mm. point, that Data's head is still buried in Texas, in San Francisco, or in yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. yeah, it's still buried in San Francisco. Yeah. So it can technically be found. It's and the data. Revived. It's the it's the vendor. It's the vendor from the the, the Futurama movie. Yeah, exactly. Where, he, where there's a million benders under the fucking uh, <laughs> Planet Express. Dude. Man. Uh, anyway, this this movie <laughs> is like you like we were saying by far the best next gen movie. Yeah, and it's better than a, a few of the original series movies. Even yeah, it is. And that's yeah. nuts, considering what comes after this. This this movie made a lot of money. It was really well received. Like people who didn't like Star Trek, th- Star Trek was like firing at all pistons right oh, now. Oh yeah, this, this is like this the, is the golden the age. golden age of yeah. Star Trek. So it's it, it, I have like fond memories of it. This is one of my favorites. Oh, I love this movie. I love the Borg. Like I like this movie a lot. The yeah. the like care I was talking about, like all the heart that was put into this, mm-hmm. is just it's devoid of it in the next two movies. Yeah, the next two movies are... are f- like, the- Insurrection is an episode of The Next Generation if it was written by someone who was completely disinterested It's an Star episode Trek. of season in season seven that nobody cares about. Yeah. That's what that movie is. Yeah, it's yeah. like... A writer came in and just wrote the episode, quote-unquote. Just They fucking wrote it and moved on. They got it's lazy. That type of I think movie. they got lazy because this movie was so good. Yeah. And it was so well received that they, they were like, well, we'll just make a movie and whatever. We would just ride the coattails of this movie's success. What they should have done, like, is made Nemesis next and then finished Nemesis's storyline, which never gets finished. Yeah, Insurrection is completely pointless. Yeah. The thing about Nemesis, though, is there's. There's a certain level of, like, shame in the source material in Nemesis to me. Yeah. Like, they were trying as hard as they could to not make a Star Trek movie. Well, they wanted it to be good, and they and and they they were up against it. Like, I remember it. I remember them, when it came out, they were like, this might be the last one. And when it came out and it didn't do well, they were like, yeah, it's the last one. Yeah. Which, you can't, like, make a movie, like, under those conditions. Like... I don't know. And there, like, like there was, it was sort of re- a reaction, I think, to insurrection. Like, yeah. they felt there's this whole side of the fan base that feels that people who don't like insurrection don't understand that it's like a Star Trek episode. Yeah, but it's a shitty movie. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a bad Star Trek episode. It's like they took it's a every, forgettable episode. Yeah, it, it's like it's the same exact episode as the episode where they find the planet of Native Americans and they have to relocate right. them for the Cardassians. Right. It's exactly. And it's that. It's that yes. same exact episode except Picard dumps all of his morals because yeah, he really wants to get with that milf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It. 
you get this like like it's like very convoluted like like I remember when like the marketing for that movie was taking place and it was like insurrection like the Starfleet crew like the Enterprise crew like throws their badges away yeah, but they it's go like rogue but it's not that at all it's no. just like stupid it's a stupid it's a how stupid you, movie think about that though like how do you market that movie if you're in the marketing you department at cbs paramount oh, man. and oh, somebody God. puts insurrection on your desk what do you market that movie as if i'm the marketing person yeah. i don't know man I, I, I reached down into youth. The, I don't know. I <laughs> reached down into the drawer at the at my bottom drawer of my desk and i pull out that revolver and just and spin I the fucking, fucking <laughs> I paint the walls, baby. <laughs> yeah, you you get the you get the revolver out, you set it in front of you, and you get your Jack Daniels out and you start cranking. <laughs> That's what you do. Like, I don't know. Yeah. If yeah. I'm an executive at Paramount and I read that script, I'm like, you gotta make another movie. Yeah, this make something terrible. different. Go back and start over. I anyway, that's, that's the that's the next podcast. Yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about a good movie right now. And you touched on this a little bit earlier, but I absolutely love Zephram Cochran in this He's movie. He's perfect. Fucking James Cromwell's great. I He's love great Cromwell. in everything. He's I've loved Star Trek, too, and you can tell. He's yeah. like in tons of episodes of Star Trek. And uh, he reminds me a lot of uh, fucking... Opie's brother, Richie Cunningham's brother. <laughs> what is what is what? that actor's name? The one who goes upstairs and is never seen again? <laughs> no, that's I think that guy's name is Chuck, but no, that's not who I'm talking about. Yeah, I think it is Chuck. I'm talking about <laughs> Richie Cunningham's actual actor is named Oh, Clint Howard. Yeah, that not Clint Howard. Ron he's, Howard. He's Ron Howard, but Clint Howard's who I'm talking about. Yeah, Someone Cl- who you can tell absolutely loves Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. And Clint he keeps Howard, coming back because yeah. of that. Yeah, and that's that's like Cromwell's like that. Yeah, he's he's uh, like a really great actor, and he plays like a really cool character. Like they made Zephram Cochran awesome. He has, whereas before he was like just a guy, right? Like yeah, in the he, original series, he was like you thought of him as this like really upstanding, brilliant scientist. Yeah, he's he like a 1960s make, scientist. Like yeah. he's like an upright guy. He right? wanted to make humanity better, so he saw right. it warp drive right which is like not as interesting as a flawed no. human doing one thing yeah, that he turns accidentally into he like accidentally right. causes the beautiful future right and like he himself doesn't understand like what he's dealing with like, yeah which is how <laughs> history is actually made right that's like how real people work like, people yeah. don't know that they're making history when right. they're doing it they're not like i'm gonna go uh make a utopia because if that were the case like somebody would have done it by now you would imagine Anyway. But nobody's done it, I don't think. So, well, I know how to make a utopia, but I'm sort of setting on that. You're gonna save it up. I'm trying to save it for later in case we we're need gonna it. we're gonna need it real soon. So, <laughs> let's do this. Uh, <laughs> it's called uh, bottom drawer of my desk. Pulling out <laughs> Get the, the revolver. revolver out and the Jack Daniels, <laughs> and see where the night takes you. Uh, but like his character being that flawed character gives this like amazing juxtaposition with the Enterprise crew, who yeah. are these, like, except Picard because he's on a revenge kick, but they yeah, are but these, normally, like, enlightened, yeah. high-minded people. Who yeah, there's, like, like, a pee joke in the movie, and, like, Jordy doesn't get the yeah, He doesn't joke. know what leak means. Yeah, like, they don't, like, they, like, you kind of get the feeling that they're, like, a little squarish, right? Oh, yeah. But, like, at the same time, like, they live in a world where, like, they don't have to worry about shit. 
Except for space zombies. <laughs> yeah. In that world, but, you can yeah. just 100% be yourself. Right, you can just do whatever. And I mean, like, Jordy doesn't get the piss joke, but, like, Riker would. Right, yeah. Because you can just 100% be yourself. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, there's so much to this movie. It's a great movie. It's, like, Lily is a a fun character. Well, her the actor who plays her is fucking phenomenal. Oh, yeah, she's amazing. Uh, I forget her name. Uh, I'm not, she's on, she's in the, uh... Uh, what's it called? The Marvel, the Netflix Marvel, uh, yeah, Luke Cage. She was, she's in Luke Cage. Yeah, she was Cottonmouth sister. Yeah, she's Cottonmouth sister. Actually, yeah. oh, I'm not gonna get into spoilers, but uh, <laughs> spoilers for non-Star Trek shit. Uh, Daredevil's pretty good. The first season. The first season's good. Uh, I'm not big into. I the like second the first season. season, but the second season uh, has three good episodes. That it draws the fuck out, man. Yeah. Speaking of that, have you watched any Iron Fist? No. God, I don't care anymore. Fucking damn it, dude. That show is so boring. Yeah, I would imagine. Luke Cage was great. Yeah, Luke Cage might be my favorite. Luke Cage has like a, a really cool tone and it's got yeah, that it's like, like a, 70s like feel. It's like a 70s black exploitation yeah, series. It's cool and it's like ama- it has an amazing soundtrack too. Yeah, it's really good. And they uh, got fucking like <laughs> Don't, isn't like Wu Tang Clan in it? Like at one point, yeah. Like Method Man. Method Man is in it. Yeah. yeah. He gives like, he gives Luke Cage's jacket. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Which is fucking awesome. Like that's what that is awesome. great. <laughs> it's uh, back to Star Trek. So <laughs> anyway, the, <laughs> there's also a, a really great scene that I completely forgot to mention <laughs> where Picard touches the phoenix yeah and he's like it's always been his lifelong dream yeah he can't do it he can't touch it in the smithsonian no and not allowed to touch it and then <laughs> data's like i don't understand what yeah. this is why he touches you... it and he says i'm reading micro fractures in the titanium yeah. and he's like shut up data data you're ruining this for me please stop yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's cool it's a really cool like it's you know the ship's called the Phoenix, right? Rising from the ashes Rising of from World the War III. Of, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's, it's just very, well done. There's so mu- many small touches that mm. flesh this whole movie out. Yeah, and that's sort of something that's missing in more modern movies. Not to say all modern movies. Yeah, but, but this is definitely when movies were still um, made predominantly well. Like you didn't go to the movie theater and see like. A chips. really terrible movie. You, right. you didn't go to see Chips? You didn't go to see Chips. Maybe, like, Wing Commander. I think Wing Commander came out at the same time as this movie. That movie sucks the dick. Uh, how dare you talk about that masterpiece like that? <laughs> Wing presence. Commander? With Matthew Lillard? Yeah. Oh, my God. Wing Commander's uh, an amazing film. <laughs> it's it's It was too avant-garde, is what it's it was. It's too avant-garde. People couldn't handle it. <laughs> yeah. They weren't it's, ready for Wing Commander. It's a, it's a piece of garbage, but <laughs> it's it's really it's so easy to like shit on movies on this podcast. But like when I actually am trying to praise them, I keep going off topic. <laughs> yeah, no, I I well, there's no, I don't know, there's nothing really. This is gonna be the last episode in a while where we praise a movie. So That's true. We gotta get it all. Dude, in. I'm like terrified of what's gonna happen when we get to 2009. I'm not. 
I'm, I'm s- terrified that I have to watch it again. Yeah, fuck me that. too. I'm scared of that, but I'm also scared of like how angry you're going to get. <laughs> I'm afraid of how angry I'm going to get, but that's my secret, Jeff. I'm always angry. Fucking, you're actually going to turn into the Hulk. You're going to get so angry that we're going to find out. I'm not going to get out. as mad as I am with Into Darkness. Oh, into I'm, Darkness I'm, is Dude, a I'm going wreck. to turn into the Hulk when we do Into Darkness. We're just going to scream into the microphones. When and it's, that, it's just when fucking that two straight hours of us going. <laughs> that those episodes will be well. Into Darkness will be incomprehensible because that movie is incomprehensible. Like I'm terrified of trying to do a synopsis. You won't be able. Don't even try. <laughs> Fuck it. There's no fucking point. There's no plot to that movie. Uh, and then stuff happens. That's all I have to say. Then wonder, a Star Trek thing happens. That doesn't happen in that movie. Well. And then, a, 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 a facsimile of a Star Trek thing yeah. that J.J. That Abrams read on a Wikipedia page one day happens. I wonder if there there used to be a couple of people, like two or three people, who would always like send a little tweet to us or something bitching at us that we talked bad about Into Darkness. Oh, really? I wonder I if probably they... blocked them because fuck those people. <laughs> I wonder if they've unfollowed us by now. I don't know. I'd we have to say it has yet. to happen, right? People are going to be upset. Yeah, I know. I know that I'm I'm saying things that are logical when people get really upset because people don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear about how the movie people, that they like is bad. People don't want to hear about your fucking green blooded hobgoblin opinions. But but like <laughs> that's the thing. Like I love the next generation, but the next two movies aren't very good. No, the, the next movie for sure is like I like it at the least. Insurrection is shit. Nemesis is. Garbage. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah. Uh, it depends on which smell is worse to you. Right. Which is your preference? Do you like to sit <laughs> yeah. in shit or garbage? I don't. I don't know. I, I'd rather stand next to shit than be in a garbage dump, which is what Nemesis is to me. I'd rather be in garbage because shit can kill you. Yeah. You can get hepatitis from shit. <laughs> you don't have to like eat it. Well, I mean, I know you don't have to eat it. I wasn't going to eat it. You don't have to eat it. I just want to. It just, I wanted to, all right? I was hungry. Look, there was nothing else around. Yeah. So I had to eat Insurrection. (laughs) I don't know, man. I'm scared of the next few movies. I'm really excited to get to the original series, though. Yeah, I'm excited for that, too, because those shows are... They're bananas, man. They really are. There's some bananas-ass shit in that I was re-watching show. some for a while, but I stopped because we're going to get to them so soon. Yeah, I did that same thing. I was watching uh, them. And I'd forgotten how, like, slow and methodical and, like... Yeah. They take their time with those plots. Yeah, they had to fill an hour, which, like... Wasn't really, like, a thing back then. Yeah, right? like, that's that the strange really... thing about it. I guess, I, I guess Twilight Zone did that. So that's but, probably why they did as well. It was sort of yeah, the similar format. They wanted it to be a uh, it was like the new that. Twilight Zone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm excited to get there. Uh, I think maybe we've we've talked about this movie now though. You think we talked about this one? I think we've Enough. talked somewhat about it. Like we're going on like an hour and a half now. Yeah. We should answer some emails. Sure. Sure. Let's go do that. <laughs> I, here's a question for you before we get to the emails. Yeah. Did we discuss the movie while we were 
while I was going through the synopsis, I always forget by the time I get to the end of it whether I just went through it and we... Yeah, we talked about it. I think I hit all my points that I wanted to talk about. Let me look through my notes here. He's <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. studious. Yeah, I, I, I'm, we're good. I think we all got right. it. All right, all right, all right. Our first, our first email mm-hmm. is uh, from uh, Tad. Tad? Do we say last names on this? Fuck it. It's from Tad Kern. That's a cool name, like Kern. Yeah. Uh, Dear Jeff spelled with a G and gosh. <laughs> spelled with a G. Yeah. That's that's how I spell it. I have been requested by the Ferengi Commerce Authority to contact you for assistance oh, in resolving no. a matter. <laughs> the Ferengi Commerce Authority has Fucking recently FCA. concluded a large number of contracts for ta- trade exploration in the sub-gamma quadrant. Mm-hmm. The contracts have immediately produced latinum equaling one million bars. Oh, wow, that's a lot. The Ferengi Commerce Authority is desirous of trade exploitation in other parts of the galaxy. However, because of certain regulations in the Ferengi Alliance, it is unable to move these funds to another quadrant. <laughs> this sounds like a scam. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a Nigerian prince setup? He he does the entire Nigerian prince setup, <laughs> but as the Ferengi, it's like really long, so that's I wasn't gonna go hilarious. through all of it. But this is fucking gold. That's dude. fucking that's latinum, dude. That's it's, fucking genius. It is straight up latinum. That's it ends hilarious, like, man. Please send me a subspace message in your <laughs> earliest convenience. Time is of the essence in this matter. Oh my god! I need to send him my credit card number. <laughs> Very quickly, the Grand Nagus will realize that the central bank is maintaining this amount on deposit and attempt to levy certain depository taxes on it. Oh my god. May you continue to profit and accumulate wealth. Prince Tad of Uranus 7. (laughs) I don't know. I believe it. I think we should do this. We need to to send money to Prince Tad of Uranus 7. How many moons does Uranus even have? Oh, you know it has a lot of moons, baby. Uranus. I get it. It's like a b-hole. It's a butthole. It does have a lot. It's uh, Your butthole has at least one butt. Uh, Tad, thank you for that email. That was beautiful. That was great. It was gorgeous. It was it was a, a magnificent uh, moment. When I first read scale? that, I was fucking like... I, I couldn't breathe. I was laughing. That's fucking genius. You know how I know it's a scam, though? How's that? Wait, never mind. No, I don't. Forget oh, it. Oh it has 27 moons. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> next email. Our next email is from Kathan Clark, mm-hmm. who is a friend of mine. Okay. Who says, Dear Jeff and Josh, do you Hi. agree or disagree with the opinion that first contact ruined the Borg? By that I mean made them less cool or less interesting. Specifically, the Borg Queen, a.k.a. Tilda Swinton, (laughs) messing up the idea that the Borg is a collective. Also, would you fuck her? I look forward to fapping to your voices. Kathan. I think we answered this. I did. I love the Queen. I don't think it ruins it that... I mean... like insects. Insects have queens. Like, that's a thing. And they have collective, like, you know... Esque consciousness. They're not collectives, but they're hive see, minds. See, I don't have a problem with it because there has to be an original Borg. Right. And like later in Voyager, they get into like, they give you like a tiny piece of like where she came from. It's a tiny throwaway line, but like it's like they just decided that they needed a queen pretty much. Like, so they just made one. 
Like huh. they they needed like a voice, I guess. Yeah, it's like, like it's like Locutus. Right, and yeah. There there's like they can't always just be the Borg. They, they sometimes they need to think outside of the Borg box, right? I guess the thing is the Borg could become a very tired concept very quickly yeah. because they are just robot zombies. They're just zombies, yeah. You have to add something to change up the pace. Like I don't right. really have a problem with the Borg Queen. I feel like it throws a bit of a monkey wrench into the whole like hive mind thing. Mm-hmm. That there's one of them that has its own consciousness on top of it, sort of yeah. intermingled. But I like and, that and that's they don't explain ex- a little I like, bit. I like that they don't like it. Just I like that it just is that way. Like the Borg don't have to explain themselves. They're the Borg. No. Yeah. Like you don't need to know like why because they're fuck it. That's the way they are, right? Like. Magic A is Magic A, I think. And, and it works well in this instance. Sometimes ex- you can over-explain things, and yeah. it ruins it. And I feel like this movie does a good job of being like, the Borg have a queen. It's right. part of them. I think the Borg queen is like a great Star Trek villain. Because you can't kill her. She's immortal. Like, you can't kill her. Like, what do you do with that? Like, how do you defeat that? And Shoot them into space. It, it makes... I think it just makes, like... Shoot them into the sun. <laughs> yeah. Do that. Just do that. Yeah. Like in there's, Green there's Lantern. Fun, the, yeah, well, I was thinking of the Sentry, the Marvel Comics superhero. Yeah, yeah. Has thrown, like, every villain. Into the sun. In the sun. <laughs> uh, also, I would not fuck her since she is just a shoulders and head. Yeah, I wouldn't fuck the Borg Queen. That seems like a bad idea. That's disgusting. I don't want to get assimilated through my dick. No. I also, uh, you know that would, like, something would go right up your pee hole. I don't want oh that Oh my god, oh! I don't want that at all. Oh! <laughs> Our next email oh is from Jack Carpenter, who says, What's up, guys? Hey. Uh, none much. Just doing a podcast. Yeah, that's what we're doing. <laughs> I sent you guys a previous email about disliking Ben Sisko a good deal. Uh-huh. However, now that I'm ten episodes away from the end of DS9, I like him a lot better. We told you. Yep, told you so. I remember that email, and you were uh, wrong. He, he still gets on my nerves a bit, but not nearly as much as he used to. <laughs> I wonder why he gets on his nerves. The, the like... Uh, the fucking prophet shit. Like, I don't really like Bajorans because of that much either. Yeah, but like, I, yeah, I guess. I, like, I don't know. I like Kira. That's really the only Bajoran that I like. Kira's great. Kira's like, uh, I, I love Kira. She's yeah, amazing. Yeah, she's cool. Uh, the title of biggest asshole on DS9 definitely goes to Odo at this point. <laughs> got real uh, sick of him and his, uh, got real sick of him and his spoilers bullshit. Like, uh-huh. for real, man, stop fucking around with that spoilers and help out your friends, you yeah, big I know fucking he, nerd. I know what he's talking about. I, I agree, even though Odo is my favorite character on the show. Yeah. At a certain point, he becomes not my favorite character anymore. But that's, see, man, okay, you gotta you gotta watch, both of you, you, Jeff, and uh, Email Man. You Jack guys Carpenter. Have, Jack Carpenter, sorry. You have to watch Battlestar Galactica, because this is like Ronald D. Moore's, like... He fucks with your shit, man. Like he fucks with characters. Like you think a character is like bad or good, and you and and he fucking twists that shit around in a loop, yeah. and you don't even know what's bad or good anymore. I thought he was. I thought he was good, and then yeah. I don't know. I don't dislike him at the end of the series. I just. I don't know the he, metaphysical yeah, bullshit. He's just. A, he he is what he is. He can't yeah. fight his nature, right? Like he has to go do that. What he does. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I did have a question for y'all uh-huh. in regards to Hollow Sweets. 
Oh, How does yeah. physical contact work in them? I'm sure it was explained at some point, but I just missed it or something. But how Focus. are real people able to feel like they're actually touching or feeling something? Uh, force fields. They but they're yeah. like resequenced photons or something. I yeah, don't know. it's like uh, the holodeck doesn't just work on hollow emitters. It also creates like a force field in the shape of whatever it's emitting. Right. Yeah. And it reacts realistically to stimulus. So yeah. when you touch something in in the holodeck, it gives you the sensation the force field does of whatever you're touching. Right. So it's it would it would be dependent upon the amount of living persons in the holodeck. Like not everything at all times I would assume feels like the thing that it is replicating. Yeah, like if shit that's across the room for you is just projected on the wall. It could be, a, yeah, or it's just a, a a force field, but it doesn't have the stimulus software on it until you yeah. go over, and then the computer knows where you are, and then you touch the thing, and then it feels that way. And I want to go to a holodeck. I mean, they don't exist, so, like, who the fuck knows, but, like... The thing about a holodeck is, if I lived in the Star Trek future, I wouldn't really need it. Yeah. I just go on Star Trek adventures. Yeah, I don't know, man. You could just, like, do so many things in the holodeck. I would though. probably do a Dixon Hill. I'd be like Barkley. I'd be like, I'm living in here, dude. I'm just, fuck everything. It's all yeah. holodeck all the time. Fuck it. I'm gonna make a short Riker and make fun of him. <laughs> short Riker. <laughs> oh my god. It's like, uh... Red. I'd probably do a Dixon Hill mystery. I'd probably yeah. do that a lot. Like Sherlock Holmes and stuff, because I love mysteries. I mean, it's probably fun to play, like, the Alamo and stuff, right? Oh, yeah. You and I could go and do, like, the fucking Alamo. Yeah. The Alamo, f- fly some fucking P-40s or yeah. Spitfires over England. That'd be cool. Battle of the Bulge. Yeah, Battle of Britain. Do some... They, what else do they do? They go to, like, Ireland and do a battle there because of O'Brien. Yeah, O'Brien fucking loves being Irish. We got it, O'Brien. You're from fucking Ireland. Your name's O'Brien. Your head already looks like a potato. We get it. Stop eating potatoes. Fucking, that's racist. You're you're making me mad, Josh. Talk about my people that way. (laughs) I'm 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 allowed to. I know. It's our word. You can. Yeah, it's our word. (laughs) Potato head, Mister Potato Head. This is the most Irish podcast on the fucking internet. Uh, thanks again for all the hard work. Your podcast is Trill. And not Trill is the race of people, but I Trill is in the mid-2000s Atlanta hip-hop slang term, meaning true and real at the same time. I love it. I love that. Thank great, you. Great job. Great email. And our next email... <laughs> emails, 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 emails. ...is from Sean, who doesn't give his last name because he was smart and he knew I was going to say last names. Yeah, good. <laughs> Hey guys, first time, long time. I don't hey. even know what that means. First time caller, first time caller, long time listener. That's yes, what it, it, it was a radio thing. Yeah, from the. Do radios. you remember the radio? I sure don't. Fuck radio. Oh God, what if somebody came to you right now and was like, "If you, you I'll give you a job as a DJ. You just got to go on the it. air and talk." I would definitely do that. Yeah, I, would I would be great would, at that. Uh, do you think I wouldn't be great at that? I'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, hey, we're listening to this right now. Oh God, <laughs> exciting. Pantera all day. The dude who does like the oldie station here is like the dude who does the afternoon is like, hey, it's and we're back from that break. I just want everybody to know that you know this news story is gonna be at the top of the hill. (laughs) Turns out that they're gonna be excavating some bones at the top of Mount Rushmore. (laughs) What the 
fuck? That's just how he talks. He thinks he's being funny, but there's like no radio guy. Yeah. There's no like cadence to it, and he thinks he's like being smug about it. And I'm like, fuck, I could do your job, dude. Yeah, I, like, uh, yeah, like I know. There's a lot of radio stations around here, and they're stupid. Big fan know. of both of you guys. Go ahead. Always <laughs> great to hear a couple of nerds nerding out and being passionate about the things they enjoy. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, it's been very fun listening to the podcast with you guys, bringing me deeper into the fold of Star Trek, a series I'd only watched Voyager of. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and now in retrospect from hearing this podcast makes me feel great shame for not watching the others. That's all right. You gotta start somewhere. At least you watched Voyager. And I say it's been very fun because I heard Jeff dropping anyways. And that's it, folks. Josh is fired like in one and a half podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I could never fire Josh in this podcast. Who would edit the show? <laughs> yeah, I'd have to edit the shit myself. Oh, yeah, you could do it. Nah. It's not hard. <laughs> nah. Actually, we have another email from Jack Carpenter. Oh my god, this guy's got two emails? This guy's got two emails this week because we don't have any more. <laughs> uh, I mean, we get a million of them. We gotta just pick the best ones. Yeah, that's, the that's best. how it goes. Uh, hey bros, it's me again. I hope all is well. I'll get right. right to the question this time. I recently had a conversation with someone in regarding uh, regarding a TNG shirt I was wearing at the gym. Another gym a TNG t- shirt from? Yeah, I have a Dixon Hill shirt. That's awesome. I'll have to send you a link to it. Yeah, I want to see this. Uh, another gym goer told me he didn't expect someone like me to be a Star Trek fan. Is he ripped? Is that why? <laughs> I guess why he thought that, but I've always found it odd that Star Trek has always had a sort of stigma to it. I played yeah. football in college and remember teammates of mine thinking it was weird that a jock like me liked Star Trek. However, <laughs> these same guys love Star Wars as much as I did. Right. I get that Star Wars has universal themes and all that. Mm-hmm. The whole Joseph Campbell thing. Right. But I'd argue that Star Trek is just as universal in its themes of morality and humanity, etc. What yes. do you guys think? What's the difference in perception between the two? I think as you always, nailed it. As always, thanks for the great podcast. It's the dick. Which is like <laughs> saying something is the tits, but better. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm going to be using that for now. That's a good one. It's the dick. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think um, I think he said it. I don't know. I mean, I I always thought that too. Like it's weird that I think because it's political and yeah, I think there's a Star Wars is like a swashbuckling action adventure type of thing. It's fantasy. Star Wars yeah. is fucking space wizards, right? And like even the fantasy element or something like it's the action of it that yeah. draws people in and like the spectacle. Yeah. Uh, the thing about Star Trek is it's much smaller in spectacle. Right. The it's the subtle. action is the action isn't really as good, but there's a whole lot of like lofty ideals and like philosophy and yeah. politics, and that's not the type of stuff that uh, draws people into like sci-fi. It's the, the difference between person. taking a, a English class where you're reading a bunch of books that are stories that um, are for entertainment purposes, right? That's Star Wars. Star Wars is English class, yeah. and Star Trek is history class. Where you're studying things that maybe aren't as story-esque, but... I guess Star Trek is, like, drier. Yeah, it's... Yeah. I've always said that Star Trek is, like, the thinking man sci-fi. Yeah. 
which is probably not fair, but... No, I uh, think that's fair. It it requires some th- some thought. It requires some yeah. like critical thinking. You, you and, have like, to be actively engaged with the show in order to get enjoyment out of right. it. Right. You can't just like kind of watch it. You gotta watch it. Star you Wars, you can kind of like just be like dip in and out of. Yeah. Every now and then. Star Wars, the movie comes at you. Yeah. Like Star Trek is asking for more from you. You're yeah. For you, you to get enjoyment out of it. Right. It. Right. A lot of Star Trek happens in your own head. Yeah. And Star Wars is, like, a blockbuster movie. It's just a fun, you know, even though it's got a lot of universal themes and, like you said, it's, like, it's about, it's, they're about, they're both about the human experience, but differently. Star Wars is, like, it's like a, like I said, it's like a spectacle. Mm -hmm. Like, the people who are going into Star Wars are, like, they're there to see the action, see the special effects, see that type of stuff. The story having its uh, universal themes yeah. probably doesn't really register that much. It's a subconscious thing for them, but they're not thinking like I'm right. I'm thinking right now in my brain I'm thinking about like what it means to grow up and right. like uh, learn right. about who I'm going to be as a person and yeah, struggle for it. They're just thinking, right. you know, I'm watching this cool like starship battle. Right. Exactly. And Star Trek doesn't really have that type of spectacle. Except for now it does. <laughs> yeah, now it, that's all it is. It's now it's like, just a giant commercial for people who made the movie. That's all it's Star, yeah. Star Trek and is. And I mean, Star Wars isn't like the new Star Trek movies. I'm not going to make that comparison. Star Wars is like a really great trilogy that they never made any sequels to. Right. Or prequels, for that matter. <laughs> uh, which is great. They knew when to stop. They stopped at three, which was perfect. That was good. They didn't need to make any more. Like, seven would be too much. Yeah, that would be way too much. Three's good. Seven might be too much if they Uh, did that. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. But imagine if they did, like, nine. Ah, man. I mean, at least one of those would have to be good, though, right? Yeah, at least... You would think. The three are good. The The three three are good. Anyway... (laughs) I say anyway a lot, apparently. That guy pointed it out. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I didn't notice. I don't notice it. I just go along with it. I'm just here for the laughs. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's all about the laughs, folks. We're just bringing laughter. Yeah. That's all we're doing. We're like Star Trek fairies. I tried to explain this podcast to somebody, and I had a really difficult time with it. Because it's not... We're just it's it's not like a 100% joke podcast, because yeah. we actually discuss these movies, but it's right. not a 100% discussion either. No, definitely. And, like, that's the way... It, it, look, you don't when you talk to your friends, which is what we're doing, yeah. that's all we're doing, we're just recording a conversation between two people much, who've yeah. had conversations like this for a while. The, the funniest part about that is we have, this, like, more conversations before and after recording. Yeah, we talk about... the same stuff. Right. <laughs> like, it just... The podcast ends, and then we're just like, let's talk about more Star Trek stuff. <laughs> because we can't talk about, like... We're not there yet. Like, I, like I so, like I bring it up all the time. Like I bring up movies that we haven't gotten to yet because I think I tend to look at Star Trek as a whole. Yeah, I do too, and I don't think that's bad. I like. Yeah. I just once we get to a point where we've talked about a movie that's not the topic for like five minutes or something, I'll sort of switch it back. Yeah, it's tough. It's it's tough because we'll we're just go off. we're both tangent people. We tangent real bad. Yeah, 
That's how people talk, man. Get over it. I mean, we're tangenting right now, as a matter of fact. Yeah, we should be this ending email. the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we should. To answer your question, Jack, uh, they, they're they jealous of your natty gains. <laughs> yeah, don't let them fucking fuck with you, dude. Like, you played football. Fuck those idiots. I mean, there are a lot of people. Like, I know a Russian dude who is, like, a professional bodybuilder. Yeah. Who loves Star Trek. It's, like, his biggest love in life besides bodybuilding. Right. It, it's universal. All you have to do is open your mind up to it and yeah. watch. There's a Star Trek for everyone, but people don't want to admit that because it's... It's not. It wasn't the cool nerdy thing. Like even no. when Star Wars was really nerdy back when we were growing up. Like when I was growing up in the nineties. Like nobody liked Star Wars. People were like, "What the fuck, Star Wars?" Yeah, like, it wasn't why do you a like Star Wars so thing. Much? Not until the prequels. Yeah, not until the prequels came back, and then after the prequels. Now it's like if you don't like Star Wars, like you don't live on Earth. Yeah, which is cool. That's fine. That's that is fine. <laughs> but it was back then. There were nerds who would make fun of other nerds. Other nerds, right. Like because they like Star nerd. Trek. Right. You were a super nerd They'd if you like, like Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, I'm not that big of a nerd. Right. I don't like Star Trek. I'll watch a dude kiss his own sister, but I'm not watching a bald dude. <laughs> it's like, what? I don't know. It's like I have friends to this day who are like that. Who are yeah. like I don't I'm don't I'm refuse to watch Star Trek. I'm never gonna be that nerdy. It's like making fun of like like And I'm like, motherfucker, you play Dungeons and Dragons. Right? Yeah, it's, that's what I was gonna say. Like it's like making fun of somebody for watching like a different anime. It's like yeah. you like that anime? It's like, yeah, you're all watching anime, dude. <laughs> like, all, just fucking accept it. You're all the same level of dork. Right. And before anybody gets up my ass like I'm making fun of Dungeons and Dragons, I play Dungeons and Dragons. I lived it. It's like shocking, I know, that someone like me, someone so cool, so and suave, so handsome, yeah, so so model esque. I mean, one would say. chances are though, someone with a dick as big as yours would play the game. That's true. It has two D's in the name. <laughs> the dick. And I have uh, one big D to add to it. I thought the, I thought when you were born, you had two giant dicks, and they were like, well, we have to sew them together to make one super dick. That's true. I thought you told me that story. That is what happened. They were like, it's a little weird that this baby has a full-grown man dick, but... With hair and everything? Which is weird. That's really <laughs> it's weird. weird that he was born with a beard, too. Not that as weird. strange. <laughs> but the dick was super weird. Yeah, it was. They were calling me Octo Baby. Yeah. You can look it up. <laughs> Don't. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good moment to end this podcast. <laughs> I think we've said everything that needs to be said today. I agree. I, I think uh, so. If you would like to have your po- your email read out loud on the podcast by me and have Josh giggle at it, <laughs> then you could send your emails to mclassemail at gmail.com. Don't send it to the name of the podcast. Somebody yeah. else will get it. They stole it. They pre-stole it. Try to send us some emails, because although we get millions of them, we need more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we really like answering emails from you guys. Maybe I'll do a Twitter thing next time. Yeah, maybe we'll actually, maybe we'll just fucking get together and answer some, like, emails about stuff. And just make it, like, its own segment. We can definitely do that. Like, its own little podcast thing. Fuck yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, We got plans. We got plans for you guys. As you can see now, this podcast will be coming out 
on insert day here. <laughs> so it will have been a very short period of time since the last one. We're doing these more often. Relatively speaking, right? Relatively yeah. speaking. We're trying. Uh, we're, trying we're trying to like do how. this more often. And uh, if you would like to get in on this shit, fuck yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at M Class Podcast. We got that one, thank God. Yeah, that would have been weird if we were M Class tweets or something. I don't like that. I don't like that either. It makes me feel weird and gross. It makes me feel cheap and tawdry. I feel like a whore. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I just got sexed in my board butt. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry, everybody. Damn. I went too far. It's all right. They got to poop, right? Maybe they don't. Probably not, actually, since they're just a shoulder and head or whatever. Send us an email about it if you think Borg poop. Yeah, send us an email about anything. It doesn't even have to be a Star Trek question. Just send us an email. It doesn't matter. I don't care. It'll be a question about anything. I don't give a shit. Fuck it. (laughs) They're certainly going to be more for Josh than me, but I'll answer anyway. Fuck it. That's not true. Oh, Josh. I don't even know who I am anymore. <laughs> you're you're my friend Josh. Yay! <laughs> and we'll see you guys next week, hopefully. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye. <laughs>